0: Hi guys and girls, welcome to episode 113 of the Spartans in Pyjamas podcast. I am your host Loz, and as always, I have Dolph. Hello. And Star. Hello. And that's it for the moment. We might have a Lala, we might have a Sparky. We'll see how things pan out. So, um, we are... I thought this, you know, I actually thought this episode would have taken place when, uh, I have my tooth pulled. All right, that's how i I worked it down in my head. It's like, oh well, this episode will be like the de- the day of me having my tooth pulled, but I'm getting my tooth pulled in between this episode and the next episode, so you yeah. don't you don't have me with a very numb face or oh, a hardg with the fuck down on this podcast mm.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh i I completely have got shit wrong in my head completely at this moment in time um. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Of what we've done since last time? That's
1: not a lot, really.
2: To fair, no, to, I be d- to be
0: honest, I didn't feel like it had been two weeks. It didn't feel like it was two weeks between the last one and this one.
2: I mean, me and the chef today had a lovely attempt to try and get this uh, guy's phone sorted out so he could get the season card on his phone.
1: Huh.
2: Basically, a season cards like a thing you get like ten percent off your beer, but because one he because one he doesn't. Have an email address so that already locks him out of his um, Play Store. So I had to set that up for him. Um, he's like, I said, okay, so I was thinking to him, like, okay, we need to think of a username. like, username? I said, yeah, so you can go with your Gmail account. He's like, what's that? So it's an email account so you can actually use the app. He's like, I'll do that so you can use the app. He's like, oh, okay. He said, like, okay, put it as this. It's like, okay, that name's going to be, that's, that's been taken. He's like, okay, try this. That's been taken. I said, like, try this. Like, that's been taken. It's like, you're taking the piss. I'm like, Dude, no, I'm not taking the piss. It's Gmail. I said, you know, it's owned by Google. <laughs> There's like literally hundreds of millions of email addresses on Google.
0: I was surprised. I got mine quite easy because of the uh, combination.
2: I even did his name.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? Like um, his first name, underscore, second name.
1: <laughs> I, that, that I, li-
2: I, I literally went through numbers one to fucking 100 and taken, 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 taken. Like,
0: I'd, I'd have done his birth. Like his birth year. that is I, what. Yeah, I, tr- I tried that. I'll take it. What? Because that's how my. my sorry, sorry, uh... so I'm not going
2: to say the I'm not going to say the guy's name, but literally it was um. John underscore Smith fifty
1: eight.
2: <laughs> it's like no, that's taken. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?
0: <laughs> See with me. i swear to
2: God, I I even I even went as far as to, to, to discreetly while he was looking to type in annoying cunt bag and that was taken. <laughs>
0: nice one um for me it's like how how my name is uh my username anyway it's my nickname the first initial of my last name and the year of my birth and i'm surprised i got that the only time i didn't get that is when i re-registered onto playstation because i already had a playstation account that i shut down because someone hacked it so i got back in Found out that they'd added a card and bought some stuff, and I just went deactivate account, get rid of it. So when I came back, that account wasn't accessible anymore, so I had to underscore it. So I think mm. on PlayStation Store now, mine's like underscore somewhere in it. Yeah. So when I play PSP or or uh, PlayStation Vita, I can no longer go on the stores anyway because they're dead. But um, that was how I logged in.
2: So once we got the email account set up, it then had to confirm with a mobile number to make sure I am not a robot.
0: Did he not have a mobile number?
2: Well, he had a mobile phone because we were doing, doing it on his phone. It was a... Barely... <sighs> I mean, seriously, just barely the meets the expectations of a smartphone.
0: It was, so it was like a Samsung Galaxy brick? It,
2: it was... Well, <clears throat> it, was a t- it was a touchscreen, so it was a s- smart-ish phone, shall we say, but it wasn't like a...
0: Well, I had... Smartphone
2: in, say, the last six years, shall we say?
0: Well, I had a Samsung Galaxy Ace, and that was considered a smartphone, and mm. it ran shitter than the 3DS I had that had a massive crack down the back of the plastic casing that I bought second-hand, and I got that on contract. So... Go yeah, so... on.
1: <coughs> oh, uh,
0: so, yeah, so what I did was I took my SIM card out of my fucking Samsung Galaxy... Sent it to one of my friends who uh, needed a new phone, and literally just used the three GS until uh, the contract was up. and Then I oh, want an iPhone because <laughs> I fucking hate Samsung phones. They're, I just I just don't get on with them. They're there's too much fucking around.
2: Once we've got the email account set up, we've then downloaded the app from his Play Store, then launched the app, set up an account with that app. It's Like, okay, you need to put in your email address to that. So, he put his email, he had to go back to his email, access his email to get the confirmation code to access the app. Then, to get his um, actual code, he then had to submit his mobile number on the app, which he had to go confirm what he's mess for message. Then, I can click a link, and boom, it's done. All in all, between me and the chef, it took us three fucking hours. Three hours because so we spent we spent about two hours trying to think of a fucking username for him that wasn't you know annoying cuntbag or anything that's quite um annoying Soppy or prick. offensive <laughs> I mean the closest one we got to was um his name but it's like a string of like eight numbers like yeah no, nah, fuck it you can't remember that you can't remember you can't remember your fucking chair back when he comes in let alone fucking eight numbers
0: <laughs> hey did you see what I posted in Not Safe For Work by the way
2: mm, possibly
0: uh, so well, I, remember. I, I keep, whenever oh, yeah. I feed the kid, and we've got alphabet, bi- bi- whatever they're called now. Oh, I'll potato fe- bites, alphabet. Uh, yeah. Because um, there's like an offer on my local cart where you get like uh, five things for six pounds. And it's like mm-hmm. them, two types of chicken, uh, some boiled veg, and an ice cream, like a of ice cream. It's like car door ice cream as well. So that was like three pounds on its own, probably. And I'm saving like 11 quid, so I've been back a couple of times. So as I've been doing the boys' food, I've been trying to spell out more and more offensive things. (laughs) My first attempt was cunt, my second attempt was nips, and then this one, which was cunt hole sexy.
2: Do you know what? You should have put sex in the top. Have have sexy cunt hole.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck.
2: Well, hindsight.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was it was just funny just to piss about and um, chuck all the different things in. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Ugh. I don't blame Sparky for this. It's one of those
2: weeks, isn't it? It's starting off
0: now. Yeah. Ugh, uh, we're, we're hitting autumn. F- f- like, autumn's hit full stride now, so it's getting colder. All the Halloween shit's coming in. People are going mental for pumpkin spice and it's like, <laughs> fuck's sake.
2: Sorry, which I start you on.
0: <laughs> so Love you. <laughs> it's like
3: Hi Lars. Hi. Ow. Sorry, I have
0: <laughs> I, one of my best friends is like heavy on pumpkin spice lattes and shit like that. So I'm like, okay, roll my eyes, get on with it sort of thing. Um, I did enable them a bit though, I bought them a pumpkin spice candle.
1: Alright.
0: So, you know. Keep them uh... I've got a
2: candle called Cozy Cottage. It smells interesting. <laughs> doesn't smell like doesn't smell like fucking fat roof, so
0: what what colour would Cozy Cottage be if it was a paint?
2: <laughs> this is like a this is like a beigey
0: grey colour. Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Oh uh, well. Star, do you want to have a ramble? Because we've not heard from you for a bit. Yeah.
3: Yo, oh. I'm just um, I'm just I'm just thinking about um something which isn't exactly in the podcast, but um apparently they're doing um McDonald's um Happy Meals. App. Ah. McDonald's did Happy Meals. Happy Meals for, ha- for Happy adults. Meals for adults. Adults.
0: Adults. Yeah. Uh, I've heard rumours that we might not begin it in the UK though. <laughs>
2: It's more of an American thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh man. Because
3: well, I, they like, get a
2: free, they get they get a free toy, or
0: yeah, you get like an old school toy. Like I think it's like plushies of the original McDonald's um, mascots.
2: All right. Ooh. So no Rubik's cubes in.
0: No. Um, oh, oh, I, need, I need to look it up actually. Now you've said that star McDonald's. Wow, I can't spell McDonald's. Not menu. Fuck off. No, I don't care. Go away. Suck my dick. <laughs> Donald's Happy Meal UK Adult Search. Okay, so this probably could be the first time thing then. So this is from chroniclelive.co.uk. This is just me throwing this in here at the beginning. Uh, McDonald's fans devastated by announcement over Happy Meal for adults in the UK. Uh, customers initially thought they may be able to get their hands-on the adult version of Happy Meals, but McDonald's has confirmed they won't be available in the UK. Fans of the fast food chain McDonald's said they were devastated, in quotes, after the firm made an announcement about Happy Meals for adults in the UK. Initially, customers... How many times have I said fucking McDonald's, by the way, at this point? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Initially, customers were thrilled to hear that Mackeys were making... Uh, adult version of the Happy Meals. However, it turned out the meals were actually only going to be available in the US. Uh, A Mackey spokesperson told Manchester Evening News, we have no plans to roll this out in the UK. The publication shared the news on Facebook and people were far from thrilled. Uh, Joanna Barnard uh, said, no happiness for the UK. Justin Humphreys wrote, I imagine there must be a distinct lack of happy adults in the UK. Um, Angie Norwood Pearson. Wow. double barreled fucking names. uh, Absolutely devastating. I won't sleep at night knowing I won't get an adult happy meal. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Damo Pritt said, this doesn't make me happy at all. Uh, Continue reading. Uh, Danny Robinson said, we are getting the miserable Karen Neal. (laughs) Uh, Ian Durdlin laughed and said don't tell Jamie Oliver Uh, Francesca Marston suggested they should offer a small meal option for adults like Happy Meal Size though Uh, not everyone can eat a full meal, elderly or ones without a big appetite will feel full up on a Happy Meal what? Uh, another person said I'd still buy the kids one for myself, I've been having them for donkey's years Uh, Happy Meals aren't just for kids. It says Happy Meal. Others couldn't help but make the same joke. Uh, This guy says, what's so happy? uh, So what's so special? Does it come with an, in quotes, adult toy? (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Another person wrote, I wonder what the toy will be. Uh, Someone else wrote, UK won't be allowed the toy selection because it would probably have adult toys and everyone is prude over here. So, sorry, Star. Uh, they done gone fucked you. I'm not in the Bayou um. dinner. So I thought it was a cool idea. And I think, from what I read, the, the, the actual adult Happy Meals would have, like, the Hamburglar and Grimace and, um, like, Ronald and all those shit. Isn't, like, plushies, I think. Let me... Mm. I've just looked that up on my phone. But let me actually look it up on uh, my actual... Computer, when it pays... uh, con contents of adult. No, it's a p meal. All right, so we're now going to Mashable. Uh, dot com. My dolls add uh, adult Happy Meals toys to menu. Yes, you get a toy uh so he says as a kid there was nothing more happy uh, more thrilling than getting a happy meal sure the nuggets and fries were delicious but you know what took it over the top the toy the freaking toy you know I, every time he says freaking or something now i'm just gonna say fucking uh, you, you yep. never knew exactly what you were gonna yep. get but you sure as hell was gonna get a toy and that ruled well now you can revisit the um feeling as an adult in the u.s only uh as of yesterday, as we we're recording, so the 4th of October, uh, my aunts added a uh, Happy Meal for adults. Technically, it's called an Adult Happy Meal. Uh, it's not technically called an Adult Happy Meal, but it's absolutely an Adult Happy Meal. It has a toy and everything. Uh D uh partnered with a streetwear brand called the Cactus Plant Flea Market to drop the Cactus Plant Flea Market box words. Uh, Everyone remembers their first Happy Meal as a kid. That constant still feeling as you dig in to find out what's inside. That little red box could turn a regular Tuesday into the best day ever and now we're reimagining that whole experience in a new way with this time for adults only if you live in the US. Um, The adult Happy Meal comes with either a Big Mac or a 10 piece chicken nuggets, fries and a drink. So this is already because Mackey's here in the UK, you get a six-piece meal nugget, not ten. Um, you'll also get a collectible toy of either Grimace, Hamburglar, Birdie or Cactus Buddy. Uh, their faces are cool and distorted, since, you know, we're adults here. So they've got, like, four eyes instead of two eyes. There's also merch like um, hoodies, sweatshirts and t-shirts for sale. And, uh, if you order one of those through the app, you'll automatically get a uh, entered into a merch giveaway. It's a limited time release, so it might not be around forever. You can get it through your regular drive-thru and restaurant if you live in the motherfucking US. Uh, Let me quickly just post this in so you guys can have a look at the fucking... Um... There. (laughs) The thumbnail alone is just... There you go. That's what they look like.
2: That's kind of unsettling. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so I, four eyes, I don't fucking know and I think it's because the probably this fucking cactus plant meal fucking box market bollocks whatever it's called uh, is like oh we're edgy we do things where all our characters have four eyes so they went oh we'll put four eyes in this and it's just like oh, for fuck's sake okay whatever I'm kind of glad i are not getting them in the UK because I feel like I don't want those. I'd want them to be proper. And they're not even plushies. They're like plastic figures.
2: That's not a plushie, then.
0: No, I thought they were plushies. That was the thing.
2: I am saying, if they mark them as plushies and it's not squishy, then it's not a plushie.
0: I think they're just collectible figures is what they're going with. Um, hmm. So... Moving on to the next thing. Speaking of things that aren't what they used to be. So it says, uh, Quality Street scraps with colourful wrappers of its chocolates after 86 years. Um, Chocolate historian Alex Hutchinson said, It's a huge deal and it's a bit sad. In a bid to become more environmentally friendly, Quality Street has scrapped the colourful plastic wrappers on its chocolates after 86 years. This move comes ahead of the Christmas rush this year, with Nestle confirming it plans to get rid of the see-through packaging and foil. Uh, from now onwards, the chocolate will be wrapped in a duller form of waxed paper, which is recyclable. Speaking of the decision, as I said earlier on, Alex Hutchinson said it's a bit it's a huge deal and a bit sad. Uh, because when Harold McIntosh originally launched Quality Street, he specifically designed it to be an explosion of colour. Different flavours, different shapes. The wrapping was absolutely key. <laughs> wow, this this is a title. This is a fucking title that's come about in the last 10 years. Nestle's Head of Sustainability Cheryl Alton <laughs> So, Quality Street is a brand that people feel, feel very strongly about. Uh, we know that opening that lid and seeing the jewels, as we call them, is very important. Who the fuck calls them jewels? I call them sweets. Because that's what they fucking are. Jewels? They're not fucking jewels. They're nom. That's what they are. Noms. Fuck's sake! Uh, we think we've done a really good job with the redesign and feel confident that people will respond qual- uh, positively. Get ready for us to not respond positively to that. By the way, podcast listeners, expect us to flip our collective shit um, yes. when we find these dull things in place of uh, what we were used to. Earlier this year, also, uh, Quality Street announced the release of two sharing bars uh, with classic uh, Christmas f- favourites, the purple one and orange one. So uh, I, thought, I
2: thought it was the purple one and the green one.
0: No, the, the so the green one, they released it as a triangle, a big fucker. This is like yeah. a, a Cadbury's bar.
2: Yeah, I'm saying, I mean, why not just do a Cadbury bar as it's a bar, but have the, the flavour of the green one in? That's what I thought the two main ones were, the purple one and the orange one. Well,
0: it's... I mean, that's right, really purple and orange. But the green one is is um the I fuck I can't remember which one that one is. Um but it says here the purple one contains a layer of caramel on top of milk chocolate base filled with hazelnuts. Yep. Uh the orange one consists of milk chocolate shell containing orange flavour filling and orange flavoured crunch pieces. Retailing at a pound for the eighty six gram bar. Uh the flavours of these classic confections are available for purchase in all UK supermarkets. The bars are also a permanent seasonal addition to the range.
2: But a £1, pound for eighty-seven grand bar, yeah, it's expensive.
0: That's that's inflation, though. That's yeah. what happens when the fucking government are just complete shitlords. So, blah. <laughs> um. So yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, so moving on to the next bit. I don't actually have any information about this. Oh, um, you, you do.
2: <laughs> yeah. So this is the um, Coolio one, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So it's from theguardian.com. So, uh, the dot
2: com. So. uh So Coolio, the US West Coast rapper of Gangsta's Paradise fame, he he died at age fifty nine. So for those of you who don't know who he is, um obviously he <clears throat> his his real name was Artist Leon Ivy Jr. Who unfortunately died at a friend's house, his longtime manager, Yarez Posey. He told the Associate Press and other outlets, including the TMZ Rolling Stones and Variety. That the cause of death hasn't been confirmed and a guiding request. To his manager, I thought a comment was not immediately returned.
0: So, this by the way was the 29th of September, we're on the 5th, so that's a good week, and yeah. no information updated about how he's died.
2: Uh, well, I don't think the, up- the article updated yet, but it might be at the bottom. Me, uh... So, Coolio was best known for his '95 single, Gangster's Paradise, in which he won a Grammy for Best Solo Rap Performance. The one away hit came from the soundtrack of the Michelle Pfeiffer film, Dangerous Minds, and sampled Stevie Wonder's 1976 song. Past time, paradise.
0: Okay, I've got a um, a bit of an update about the, the cause of death. Okay. Uh, so according to Wikipedia, so take that with the hugest pint of, of salt you can find, um, apparently he died of a cardiac arrest, uh, but police have opened an investigation, although foul play is not suspected. Mm. So they're probably just making sure, crossing the T's, dot the I's, making sure that he's... Uh,
2: I nothing um... Suspicious. Suspicious, yeah. He was nominated for five other Grammys during a career that began in the late 1980s. His career took off with the 94 release of his debut album, It Takes a Thief, on Tommy Boy Records. Its opening track, Fantastic Voyage, would reach number three on the Billboard Hot 100. A year later, Gangster's Paradise would become a number one single with its haunting opening lyrics, which we all know. Yep. Uh, earlier this year, his song hit one billion views on YouTube. I want to thank everybody for all the years of love for of being there. Curly said in a video marking the milestone. I hope I got you through some good times and got you through the bad times. Fife was among those to pay tribute to the rapper. Ooh, who just joined? Is that Naga? Yeah. Okay. I was like. Pokemon Moses pay tribute on the rapper. In a post on Instagram, the actress said, Heartbroken to hear of the passing of the gifted artist Coolia. A life cut entirely too short. I remember him being nothing but gracious. Thirty years later, I still get chills when I hear Gangster's Paradise. A rapper Ice Cube wrote on Twitter, This is sad news. I witnessed first hand this man's grind to the top of the industry. Rest in peace. Uh, his early work with firefighting crews in the San Jose area was a way to clean up, he told the LA Times in 94. His firefighting training he was was disciplined. He ran every day and wasn't drinking or smoking or doing stuff that he usually does. Cooley would go on to become an actor as well as an award-winning musician, appearing in dozens of films on popular television shows. In recent years, Cooley had appeared on the reality show Big Brother and developed a cooking series which grew an online following. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on, that just popped over my screen, fucking hell. Uh, he made headlines in 2013 for a planned auction of his music rights, including The Gangster's Paradise, in order to fund his career as a chef. He also wrote a cookbook and appeared on celebrity cooking shows. And I believe he also did the theme, theme to Keenan and kel I think? Yes, he did. He did, yes. But Yes... I'm not one f- for hip hop or rap music, but considering I watched Keen and Kill quite religiously, in all other kids, it's you know it's kind of how I am um, know him really. Plus, Gangster's Paradise.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes.
2: In a shit, a couple of years really, isn't it? Really, with um, music, greats and actresses and actors and other.
0: Biggest, shall we say? Yeah, well it's this supposed to COVID, isn't it? Everyone who might not have been um uh, what do you call it, been um affected by then could possibly be affected now. So
1: mm.
0: Does uh it, it does like kind of have that knock on effect that like, oh yeah, you might have been ill and been fine, but then you don't know what strain it's done to you. I mean, I could... Unlike, like I
2: said, long cooth is a thing, apparently, isn't mm. it?
0: Oh, well, it is. I know somebody who's had that, so. um, Yeah, it, I, I've never been 100% the same after having COVID myself, so.
1: oh no, I don't
2: think most people are.
0: Mm. Oh, excuse me. Uh, well, why is this such an inflated thing? So, moving on to the next topic... Um so with this cost of living crisis and all the fucking prices of everything going through the bastard roof like energy bills um there's people like looking around in, in different ways and how to like save money um and I think the one I'm trying is dehumidifier. Because if you put that next to damp clothes, it would it would take all the moisture out of them, wouldn't it? I can see that working. Apparently that's the thing as well. There is actually settings on dehumidifiers to like pull moisture out of the air until it's dry enough and then cut off.
2: Well I've got a um little humidifier in the bedroom which keeps the um damp out, which is working really fucking well at the moment.
0: Mm. Well I've I've purchased one of those and it should be arrived tomorrow at some point. So I might be able to give a review. But it's basically just to do the same thing. If it keeps the damp out, it makes the heating work more efficiently because the air is a bit drier. might not do very good for my asthma, but it... Would... I mean,
2: the, the one I have is literally like a little plastic tub with a lid on top of it. And it's inside it holds like a, like a giant salt lick.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah. So it's a humidifier
2: brick. Humediatable, humediatable mm. I mean, it can last... up. Depending on how warm or humid it is, it can last up to four months.
0: Uh, well, this one is like a electric one that I can actually just pull the pull the the thing out and dra- empty the water away.
2: Yeah, well, um, yeah, I've got it. Drips into a into a um, receptacle right underneath, but mm. it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a blue liquid.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I found this uh, article on the Sun dot uh, and it's like woman. Uh, doesn't have a tumble dryer. And she's trying to investigate other ways to get uh, her clothes dry quickly. So, there's these drying bag things. Um, and What the fuck are they called? But um, it says it's called... It's straight from a place called Shine for £2.50. So around about $2.50 because the price of dollar to pound is roughly the same now. Um, and in the video, she holds up a device and it looks like a t-shirt with a small hole in the top. She then like puts it inside a wet t-shirt, um, sticks the hairdryer that she's got in the end, and then just turns the hairdryer on. And it inflates. And because it's not fully airtight, it blows all the air out. Or all the warm air. Uh, so it's like... It takes like a couple of minutes to dry a t-shirt with that. So... Well, costs
2: more in the long run, using a hairdryer for
0: electric. Uh, well, she says that she only uses it in emergencies when she needs to dry clothes fast.
2: Oh, well, yeah. Still, though, if you want something to dry quicker, then I don't think the hairdryer is... the best alternative to fair.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's like people like asked her about it and she went guys I don't use this to dry all my clothes oh my god uh, just sometimes when I want to wear something I washed just I hang the rest out to dry don't worry and then someone replied with "Um, it's perfect in an emergency no one's saying to dry full load like this and she replied well some people just don't get the point
2: I mean, you can probably do, this, do the same thing, really, with a, just a carry bag and cut a small hole at the bottom I thought.
0: Well, you, you need, it needs to be, like, material, though, so it, it bleeds the hot air out over the clothes.
3: Yeah, it's Because, essentially,
0: you're putting it inside your clothes um, to do that. I mean, I, I can't say that, in the long run, it's going to be an um, an amazing time... Well, for time sink, if you need to... Like, say you've got a T-shirt, you want to dry quickly your favourite t shirt. <clears throat> a couple of minutes of hair hairdryer on might be more beneficial for that one piece of clothes and then the rest dried naturally. But um I don't think there's like trouser versions of these. So don't expect you to be like drying your jeans or something like that that quickly.
2: Yeah, I don't think it'll work with jeans either, really, because jeans is a very thick material.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um but for T shirts and stuff, mm, interesting. Mm. <clears throat> um so by the way i will let you guys know how the electric humidifier dehumidifier thing works and if um it makes a difference to like how my house keeps warm and uh if my clothes dry quickly i just need to go to um like a cheapo shop and buy like a a clothes rail a clothes area thing to put in where i'm gonna have it on It'll be interesting to see how that works. But, uh... Movie God, I'm gonna just warn people now that this is gonna piss a lot of people off. Yep.
2: It pissed me off good and proper.
0: And this is from the NewYorkPost.com.
2: So, a Montana woman that killed, skinned husky after mistaking it for a wolf. Montana woman has sparked disgusted outrage as she took to social media to proudly display the carcass of a Siberian husky she killed in a hunt, as she killed and hunted and skinned after mistaking it for a wolf pup. Shall we say her name or shall we just... just... Uh, name and yeah. shame
0: this bitch. She, she deserves yeah. it for being such but, a twat.
2: Amber Rose of Miller City, Montana posted the graphic images on Facebook showing her clutching her rifle and grinning as she holds up the animal's remains. So this morning I set out for a solo predator hunt for a full black bear. However, I got the opportunity to take out another predator. Wolf pup. It was a great feeling to text my man and say I just smoked a wolf pup. Wolf pup. Her post sparked immediate backlash by animal lovers, who pointed out that the animal she slaughtered was not a baby wolf. Rose here hunted, shot, and skinned a husky not a wolf, an obvious husky. Also, the fact that she's calling it a pup concerns me that she thinks it's okay to hunt young owls, which, as you know, is not good for an area's ecosystem. Another user sees that this woman is bragging about trapping, killing, and skinning a dog while claiming it's a wolf pup. This is a very clearly a Siberian husky. Then they said they hope that the Montana FWP look into this. The Flathead County Sheriff's Office released a statement saying it had been contacted by someone who reportedly picked up several Husky and Shepherd mixed dogs in the area of Doris Creek in the Flathead National Forest. The department said it was advised that one of the dogs may have been shot. The party were able to pick up 11 dogs which were turned over to Animal Control and taken to Animal shelter. During this investigation, we were advised through Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks that one of the dogs may have been shot. The Sheriff's Office, Animal Control, Fish and Game Agencies told the TMZ that they have launched investigations into the shooting. Meanwhile, Rose reacted to the condemnation of admitting her mistake by insisting she shot the animal in self-defence. I purchased my wolf tag prior to leaving for a bear hunt in the event I ran into a wolf in which I came to encounter, which what I thought could be a hybrid during this time, my safety was top priority, but that this animal was growling, howling and calling at me like it was going to eat me. Yes, I made a mistake, because I did think it was a hybrid wolf-pup, she wrote, adding that she was unaware of several dogs being dropped 11 miles into the wilderness. The hunter pushed back against her attackers by saying that she is human and made a mistake. According to regulations set out by Montana FWP, a person can take up to 20 wolves with no more than 10 via hunting and no more than 10 via trapping. For hunting, a separate license is acquired for each wolf. But I did remember seeing somewhere she took out the wolf license after she shot this dog. But I can't get a definite. Um,
0: <sighs> well, what pisses me off about definite... it is. Is she didn't confirm wolf. that it was definitely a wolf that she killed? She just took it at value. Because that is. Hybrid wolf pop. I'd have been like, hey, I've just killed this thing that came at me. Is this a wolf pop? And someone goes, no, it's a husky. You're like, oh shit. Okay, not skimming that. But yeah, to brag about it and then fucking Americans are weird. Also, what was it? A wolf? What was the thing she said she had? Well, the um, the licensing? No, she took out a wolf thing. In case she a wolf, found a, marsh- wolf, t-
2: a wolf tag, basically, it allows you to hunt, hunt an animal because it's, it's, it's essentially like um, like, an, like a tag for cattle kind of thing, I believe. Do you know in America they have all these tags for cows they put on their ears or whatever, like that kind of thing? It's kind of like that, like an ID saying, okay, this wolf has been shot and it's tagged, so they can say, okay, this wolf is not in the ecosystem anymore.
1: <laughs> Although, I think.
2: So- it's part of the time, so I think you might um, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: That's
2: me not being a hun-
3: right. its like a ticket system. Um, oh, oh it is a lottery. Um, you, you buy a ticket,
2: as it were, and you're allowed to hunt one of those animals. So, if you buy ten, you're allowed to hunt ten. All right. So it was more or less what I was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was mm. say, not being not being a hunter. Um, just going by what process?
0: Yeah. Yeah. well I I've got a couple of mates who do a bit. Of... Hunting up in uh, Canada and stuff like that, but still, that's like you confirm what it is before you fucking post it on social media. Mm. Yeah, but the yeah, fact that if he's like,
2: coming, coming at you to attack, then yeah, you've got to shoot it to kill it. Yeah, but
0: skinning you know, it they're, they're, and they're, then prey.
3: I hunted this. Ah. And, um, you got hunted by it and killed it in self-defense.
0: Yeah, because that that was a story. It's like, oh, I hunted this and killed it. And it's like, okay, and then she's like, well, actually, yeah. it came, it at, came me. at me. <laughs> she, she she should fucking use That's the Jimbo punch. south of exactly. yeah. It's coming straight for me! Bang! Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so it just yeah, I I don't it it frustrates me this um this like level of stupidity. This is what unfortunately our our like generations to come are going to be like. They're going to be these fucking. Smooth-brained imbeciles who don't understand. And it is going to be like the the people who are a bit dumb. They're going to bring like rabbits, and then the more intelligent sector are going to be too busy to to have children. So or have a few children. So like, does the, the intelligent person as we get older is going to die out? Like, the old
3: intelligent quotient is going to take a dive.
0: I have people at work who don't know the left from the right. So,
1: and, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing on that one.
0: <laughs> it, it just frustrates me. So it's, like it's on your left. What?
1: Your
2: left or my left? On the
3: left.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> that was no, 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 me about
3: two no. or three times last night because a <laughs> lot's given me the left, wrong left or right. They,
0: they make the L with their hand so they can now figure it out. They will do that in the middle of a busy, like, Pub shift. And, and I got, are you fucking kidding me? It's, yeah, it's like, holy shit. How do they not teach this at school? How do you not know this from school? I get confused because when... It's not
2: even school. You should learn left and right at bloody home.
0: Yeah, the reason why I get my left and rights mixed up is because when I'm under high-pressure situations, what I say and what I'm thinking are two different things sometimes. They do distinguish themselves uh, and differentiate what I'm saying I've I've come across oh, and said so many damn things that don't sound correct but you guys understand them because you know that not always is what I'm saying, it's like I'll point I'll mark like on the left of us and be like I'll go over there right and then it's like he sees the mark and goes left but I know I've said it wrong as soon as I've said it and I go no I mean left but um do it. yeah do it. it's just a temporary brain fart but I, I seem to get ask, it a lot.
2: Imagine times I ask you, it's on the left, right?
0: President that to me the other day, I'm like, Okay, we're going to the left and he goes right. I'm like, No. <laughs> Do not say right when people are giving you directions. Say okay. And he's like, okay, and I'm like, that's right. Anyway, no, you want
2: gonna... wants to um Go on. Give her
3: a I remember I remember we one time but me and my family went to um we were in America. And um, we went, I think we went, like, white right, right water rafting or something. And then that, well, my, my dad, I watched it going, right, left. And we were like, was that rock to the left or go left? Kind of thing. Yeah. It's
1: it, yeah, just shouting out a direction, but not actually giving you a go that way or watch out that way. Yeah. Essentially.
0: Yeah. That's how, <laughs> sorry, when we, like, play PUBG, I will say contact and then the direction. All or, the compass
2: points,
0: say or, like yeah, or contact two thirty-five. Yeah, or I'll go here, blah blah blah, and then I don't just go left or right because it, it unless we're driving, it's not really that great to just spurt out random directions. Especially if you're in like a team of two or three, because it just makes it harder to do the like spotting the people. Um, and it's the same like most games where you need to be like on the ball that's how I usually get beat, that all this bullshit. Um, is because I get outplayed. Because they're able to keep the coordination together, whereas I kind of... um, Just... like The the stress of it all kind of throws me off, and then I start playing badly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is why a lot of the times, when me and Spark play, I will just run. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just going for it. Because I know that if I think about it too much... Then it builds that disconnect that I have in my head. Yeah, that indecision. And then I'm not sure what to do, and then it just bleeds and bleeds and burns and builds. And then I just fuck up. Whereas at least if I just charge at them, if I fuck up, I know that it's because in that moment I've not thought about it and just went for it. Yeah. And it's the same with when I've done like ridiculous kills in PUBG and like saved people on that. Uh, Like we played duos before, and I've dropped two people who've nearly dropped me in Spark then picked him back up again, and it's like, that's because I just switched off and just kill, kill, grab. Because if I think about it too hard, indecision hits and stuff like that, so.
2: That's the whole, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, isn't it, essentially? Oh, yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, just fucking stupid people. your left from rights, and what fucking dogs look like, Dickheads so uh, next one is me Ryan Reynolds you know that guy the Deadpool Pikachu. guy Pikachu. Pikachu Detective Pikachu yeah Um. hey so he came on to like talk to us on YouTube he did like a, a little bit he's like hi uh, I just want to tell you, you know we're working on Deadpool 3 we're, we're kind of struggling with ideas, where to take it, and stuff like that. Uh, And he he goes, well, I think I've got an idea. And then Hugh Jackman walks behind him, and he goes, hey, Hugh, do you want to play Wolverine again one last time? And Wolverine's walking up some stairs and goes, yeah, sure. So, Deadpool 3, which comes out next, uh, 2024, so it's two years away at this point, um, will have Hugh Jackman returning for Wolverine. They've already said that uh, Logan the film... It still happened, and he still definitely died. Um, and that was set in
1: 2029.
0: Right, uh, Logan was. Whereas this film, it could be just a Deadpool from a different, uh, not a Deadpool, uh, a Wolverine from a different universe. Yeah. Uh, and the initial synopsis is it's going to be like a buddy movie, like a buddy travel movie, but they've not really said much more about it yet. Uh, speculations are either dimension hopping or time hopping um, and them two together jumping here, there and everywhere Um, but it would be very interesting to watch because Ryan Reynolds is fucking funny in the best of times Uh, and Deadpool 1 and 2 were two of the greatest Marvel films uh, to come out in the last 10 or so years. I mean, yeah, there's been really good films like The Avengers and stuff like that, but for comedic value and uh joy. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's how for me, it's how Deadpool feels when you read a comic is how he plays it. And that's what I like about it. It's great. So, um... It's just like a narrative, really,
2: isn't it, essentially?
0: Yeah, and the fact that he, <laughs> he will, like, break the fourth wall and talk to the camera, like... He talks to the reader in the comic books it's It's exactly what um you want from like that kind of movie and it's great i, I absolutely love it and um now that I know that the third one has definitely been made, it's great as well. The logo is um for Deadpool three is Deadpool's symbol with Logan's slashed claw marks down it so
1: cool.
0: yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they meet up are they going to fight each other uh, how they become buddies because Wolverine and Deadpool have teamed up in comics uh, Deadpool and Spider-Man have teamed up in comics Deadpool and Cable uh, Deadpool and the whole X-Force he's joined up with the X-Men at some points uh, he's, he's had like cameos and pops up and teams up with quite a few different like Marvel main characters so I think he even turned up and, and met Old Man Captain America as well at some point but where they've put his film he is going to be before Avengers Secret Wars right so the fact that Deadpool 3 is coming out there's going to be this huge expectation that he's going to be in one of the Avengers films after that uh because they've always said like how do we put the x-men in the mcu properly and people have just said that it should just be deadpool going okay uh mutants are a thing in this place now why because we own fox and we've got the mutants back but that's why Uh, (laughs) so they just exist now don't read into it and just like just throw like a, a a fourth wall breaking reason as to why it happens and not have an in universe version of why they're there they've just always been there and they've just not been talked about or something daft like that so it will be very interesting to see how this third film works and um what they're going to do with it right so we move on to the next one this is uh, yours,
2: Dolph. Uh, oh, yeah, right. I uh, found the link.
0: Uh, from IGN.com.
2: Yeah, my my, can audio just literally just dropped the last 20 seconds. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, fuck. Okay. Uh, wait a second.
0: Oh, hello.
2: So, hmm. it's been updated. But what at the time at this went out, uh, basically... A white console was spotted in a Logitech commercial.
0: A white what console?
1: He just dropped
0: out. Is he completely dropped? Yep, because he's back. White Series X. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. He completely dropped for a second. You actually left voice chat and then came back in.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, So, Microsoft isn't making a white Xbox Series X. Even though a... A Logitech commercial, there was a white Xbox Series X spotted in the background. In a statement to IGM, a spokesperson said, the white Xbox Series X console for the commercial video by our partner is not in production. We have no plans to release the Xbox Series X console in white at this time. So, it might still
1: happen.
0: Yeah, but if you think about it as well, though, Uh, the series S is white the series X is black they have a very big differentiation yeah big word differentiation (laughs) also the fact that everything in this advert is pretty much white or or, Mm -hmm. uh, pale coloured it would be kind of daft to have a black Xbox in the middle of it all so I don't know if they photoshopped it or what so I don't
2: know, but we do have a lot.
0: joined us.
3: Hey!
2: She's on mute. Currently, but I can hear I can hear her. Can hear
3: her. I'm putting my snacks away.
2: Oh, okay. That's alright. Okay.
3: And they're doing the raffle.
2: Nice of you to join us.
3: Good to be here.
2: Yeah, as always. Uh... <laughs> so the console, spotted by the VGC, the video Chronicle, is seen as kind of an advert for the Astro a 30 wireless headset. It has not been promoted anywhere else. The scene itself depicts several consoles and peripherals placed on shelves, but it's unclear whether this is a real upcoming version of the console or simply a custom version made for the Xbox.
0: So this is the original uh, thing?
2: This is the original um, content of the oh, uh, site.
0: Yeah.
2: Other than specific editions such as the Halo Infinite Xbox Series X, the Series X has only been available in black since the launch in November of 2020. Your signal oh, well. is
0: going to shit, by the way, because you'd sound increasingly worse. as oh, you go along. Uh, uh however, it
3: sounds
0: alright for me. Oh well, it might be mine then. It's just it's just getting a bit botty as he's going along.
3: It's all
0: you, mate. Oh well that's not good is it? Because 'cause I'm the fucker recorder.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: 1, one two one two.
0: No, it's it's alright yeah. now, but it, for a while when he was reading through it just got a bit tinny and <laughs> shitty
2: mm. So however, the white or two-tone style of the recently released Xbox Elite Controller two may well hint that a white Xbox is covered or it just looks the part when you're playing on the Xbox X or S. Either way, the appearance of a white console in the new advert is intriguing. But as we said at the start, it is not in production.
0: Yet. Apparently, for this video, uh, Logitech skinned the Xbox white. And that's why what? it looks like that. So it wasn't actually uh, a full-on to be honest, the buttons are all black still. So, if you had a white console, you'd have made them white as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. In theory, yeah.
3: Can't have black knobs on a white
0: console. Mhm. Just oh, not okay, is it? Nope. Oh shit, that's a point. Um, the Mario Direct might have come out by now. So this is the next thing we're talking about: the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um. There should be Holy fuck there is actually Another
1: one.
0: Yeah, but this is um a full on like um what do you call it version of it. It's a CGI version.
3: Okay. Talking of Mario though, right, to begin with. This kid in Matura has got me on Mario Kart Tour on my phone.
0: Oh, I hate that. I tried playing that, I can't get on with it.
3: It's not the playing that I have the issue with. It's the fact that I have to update it every day. <laughs> what even is this? Fucking... How can one game need so many updates? I have no Sorry, idea. Sorry, my rant's over. Carry on. Um,
0: but yeah, so they've released the poster for the Super Mario Bros. movie. Let me see if I can find a picture of it to put in the Discord so you guys can share the uh, wonderment. Okay, Um I did... Have a. I got popcorn
3: and everything.
0: <laughs> <kind of laughs> Mario Brothers.
3: It's a me,
0: Mario. Oh wow, I spelled brothers wrong for a start. So that's good.
3: That's a good start.
0: Yeah. Uh, poster. What do you mean this site can't be reached? This is Google.com, You twat! What the fuck?
3: The issue. But right, I... is it the Super Mario Brothers movie?
0: Yeah. Um,
3: there we go. To the rescue! Do you just want a picture, well, the... or do you want an article?
0: Um, I don't think there's anything else at the moment, so.
3: Well,
0: there's the picture. I'm behind... just point it up now. You got it. There we go. So
3: Yeah, that's the only picture they've released. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's the poster for it at the moment. So I I watched a guy go into, like, six or seven minutes of detail about what's in this picture. Um, So from, like, the antique shop on the left has all polygon, uh, well, all pixel sprite versions of, like, power blocks and music blocks, uh, keys from Mario Brothers and stuff.
3: Right. The guy's... That are going into detail about this poster are the same guys as a uh, PlayStation. What was his name? Dave, Steve, David, David right?
0: Well, it, David, depends. Richard. Yeah, it depends on what... Richard No, but
3: they, they're these people. Yeah, he's one of them that would have done that to that poster.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah, life, guys, no offense.
0: But do you know one of the things that has come out of this poster that people are very like? Hmm. Mario doesn't have any ass. People are wondering where Mario's arse is.
3: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, people have been asking where where is it. It's
3: a bloody animated <laughs> character. Who cares where his arse is? Well,
0: the thing is, if you played, if you like played actual Mario games, and that he has a bum. He doesn't have a bum in this. He just seems to disappear. If-
3: but he's, um, yeah, think it's just they're the trying to make him head. more
0: realistic, though, aren't they? Mm, kind of. They haven't shown his face yet. But there is this Nintendo Direct, which is basically around but this.
3: Do you know why they haven't shown his face? I can tell you straight up.
0: Because it looks like Chris Pratt?
3: No. Because of that shit with Sonic.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, it makes sense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, going to have a buddy of um, Backlash from the Sonic Abomination.
0: Do you you know what would be funny, though? To be fair, it
3: was bad. It was fucking awful. Oh,
0: I'm not denying that. So it's really good that they did
3: actually do that.
0: I'm still waiting for that conspiracy theory, that that was actually just not real. Because there aren't any shots in the film that I can see watching back the first one um, of the old version of Sonic. Because they would have done it where some of the shots, they could have got away with it. Who knows?
1: Who
3: knows?
0: Because, like, you know, if he's running away and stuff, they might not have to re-render that scene.
3: But, Rather, they'd redo it all a bit.
0: Hmm. Well, it's like cutting. They, they always find a way to, like, shrink that cost a little bit.
3: But maybe it was just a massive PR stamp.
0: Well, that's why yeah. I'm, I'm reckoning. That, that is and what it is. that's why
3: we... But... Are we not going to have Luigi?
0: Well, we don't know. Luigi. There's no Peach there. There's only Mario and the. No, nearest... there is
3: a parcel.
0: There's a parcel? Castle. Castle, castle, castle. yeah. Peach's castle. have <coughs> uh, got that. Yep. There's also, if you look at the, the poster, like the, the toad on the left looks a little bit like Captain Toad. <laughs> He's got the backpack and shit. Yeah, kind of. Um, then apparently, like, some of the shit that's in here like literally this guy spent five minutes by the way just looking at this first section that in the near ground before he gets to the foreground please
3: don't tell stuff. me you watched the whole video i, I
0: did because i needed to know for the podcast but um this was meant to be today i think the the nintendo direct for this yeah but
3: it
0: probably hasn't happened yet because it's never in gmt is it uh, no. uh i'm trying to look for i'm just going to nintendo actually on their YouTube. Uh <clears throat> scheduled for the oh tomorrow at five past
2: nine PM. So not yet then.
0: Not yeah, so tomorrow night, basically.
2: That nine PM uh, um Japan time, I guess.
0: D- it just says nine oh five. So I imagine it's converted to my time zone. Usually it does, so Mm. Um But yeah, the um, Mario Brothers movie could be good. It it really depends on how they do it. But then I I just remember Jack Black as fucking Bowser.
2: Uh this could be awful. I don't know. How, I don't know work. how that could work. To be fair, I don't because know. Jack Black's always come across as you know kind of over the top comedy. Mhm.
0: Um, I've just seen something that's made it in from last podcast. Right,
3: where? So I'm y- scrolling.
0: The GTA Six leaks. We talked about Ow that last podcast.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I, th- I think we. I think we, I think we made, we made mention last time that they've been leaked, but at the time I don't think they had a suspect. No, I'm not uh,
0: interested. Well. Do- well, it was a British lad, wasn't it? The, the suspected yeah, at the time.
2: Yeah, 17-year-old. He's um, in custody, currently.
0: Because apparently... I mean, you, we talked about it last I mean, time,
2: beyond, I mean, beyond that, we don't know much else. Just He's a 17-year-old who has linked the lapsus and was also apparently behind the um Uber, the Uber breach as well. Uh, yeah. A few weekends earlier.
0: Uh So as you can tell, we've rammed into the gaming section. <clears throat> we've rammed that shit straight in there. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, carry on Dolph, this next one to you uh,
2: so No Man's Sky is set to release on the Switch October 7th now speaking from experience I did play No Man's Sky back on the original Xbox One and let's just say it wasn't a pleasant experience so I'm all for people on the Switch, jumping into the world of No Man's Sky, uh, at the same time, I don't know how well it's going to run to be fair. Yeah. Because, as I said, on the original Xbox One, it kind of ran like ass. I mean, you're getting about 30 frames, I'd say, in if you're lucky.
0: I, I think they'll be targeting 30 FPS on uh, Switch, probably.
2: I mean... You're meant to be getting thirty frames on the Xbox One, but I occasionally dip down to twenty.
0: It depends if they actually that new resolution AI scaling thing that they were apparently doing. Well,
2: the Visual Xbox One had a option you can do. Um, you can remove the frame rate limit or lock the frame limit in. But hmm. even unlocking the frame limit, you didn't get anything barely above thirty.
3: Yeah, well, okay.
2: I the frame limit, you'll probably get thirty more consistently, but
0: yeah. Especially um, if you're going
2: into the anomaly, you'd literally drop by down to ten, maybe five frames. It was it was painful.
0: Well, that AI thing we talked about ages ago, where um, Nintendo worked a way to basically, because I think we we sport Nintendo uh, Switch sports uh, had it where they did something in the background that meant like AI generation of frames. It worked on a way to make those frames more detailed for less CPU power and GPU. Um, And they said, literally, it would be just an option that the developers would have to look at and choose to use or not use, depending on how Mm -hmm. the game is. So, it could be that No Man's Sky is using that. Or, it could be another Ark Survival Evolved on the Switch, where it's that bad on the Switch, they've gone back and they are redoing it. (laughs) I mean
2: if if they if they if they're in performance was they might scale it back to three sixty P, maybe?
0: Uh but then that defeats the point of it being on a Games Console that's HD exactly. by default. I mean it would look like ass. Our...
2: you they might get away with seven twenty if they'd done something like, the AI upscaling, but...
0: but well, like I said, it it really does depend on the actual um actual processing power of the game the game might actually run really smoothly now they might have done a lot more um modifications and uh optimizations to the game but we won't know until we see it and uh, probably yeah
2: i mean it'd be more or less of like because um, how you've got the series x compared to the x1 you know you can only get so many people online at the same time in a group.
0: Yeah, well at the moment and There's a lot
2: there's a lot of features on the Series X that is not on the Xbox One.
0: Well the No Man's Sky that we're getting on the Switch is not online at the beginning. It's a wholly single player experience.
2: Until you get to the Man's Mushroom.
0: Nope. Oh S- single player release with plans maybe to do multiplayer later on down the line. So
2: that kind of feats the purpose really, isn't it?
0: Not really, considering the original game was single player only, even though they told you it wasn't.
2: Well, it was was multiplayer, but you'd have to be in the right place at the right time to meet a natural player. No, they even, it, even even then, you didn't actually see them.
0: Yeah, you, you didn't you, you didn't see anything when you first did that. You'd both be on the same planet in the same spot, and they'd be like, "There's no one here." Um, I reckon it'll run okay it'll not be great uh and then they'll make a decision whether multiplayer is coming but i think considering it's meant to be a cross play game i think they'll struggle with it unless they've got this weird ai upscaling frame rate winning um process going on yeah <clears throat> for the switch but well, i don't know i mean Honestly, i am no.
2: hopeful that um hello games get it sorted out because i mean look how Nemo Sky originally was and look at it now, it's changed so much and it's one of those games that have been praised for the biggest turnaround in gaming history of what was promised and what they've actually delivered.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. But it will be interesting to see how that goes along. Um, but we'll know in a couple of days. So next yeah. podcast, we'll have an opinion on it, we'll probably have digital Foundry we'll have had a look at it. Um, it will have had some extensive uh, yay, nay, or what the fuck is this <clears throat> by then. So I think with that, it's best just to go, okay, it's coming out. Let's see how it goes.
2: Great salt, can't So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, hey, so next one. Barlet.
3: Mate, this ain't even mine, and I know loads about it.
0: So, you know how <clears throat> you said you've got Skyrim on pretty much everything? Yes. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Well, the anniversary edition of Skyrim is coming to the Nintendo Switch with the same upgrade deal that it had on. Uh, I don't know consoles. what you're
3: talking about because it's already out. It came out on the twenty ninth of September. Did it? Yep. Um, if you've already got the original game, the upgrade is eighteen pound.
1: Um,
3: if you haven't got the original game on Switch, um, you can buy the um anniversary edition for sixty quid.
0: There we go. So you the resident Skyrim expert.
3: Yes, yeah, I know. So, I'm on it.
0: Have you bought it? No. <laughs> Will you buy it?
3: Well, that would involve me turning my switch on.
0: But that's the thing. You're going to go away somewhere. And before you do, you'll end up buying this. You know
3: what? Half term's coming up. Yep. Yeah. Half term is coming.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But the thing is, I don't even know what the anniversary edition does.
0: It's uh, updated graphics. Um... And pretty much all the...
3: what's the, the point? S- no,
0: i just r- played the original. And much also
2: gives you all the Creation Club content as well.
3: What do I need that for?
2: Adds, um apparently, it adds hours and hours and hours of extra content.
3: You don't need hours and hours and hours of extra content. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm looking up the features for it.
2: I mean, from what, I've, from what I've read, some people who've actually got it on the Switch currently are basically reporting frame rate drops. Like no I am
3: I'm very serious when I tell you I'm still salty about the fact you could not take your cloud save from the three sixty to the Xbox One. In fact (laughs) I am absolutely fuming. I've been fuming for years.
0: So and it never
3: gets any better.
0: The My um, poor
3: children are starving on Xbox 360. <laughs> starving, guys.
0: So the anniversary uh edition comes with new quests, foes, weapons and more, including some uh inspired by Merrowind and Oblivion. Right
3: uh, I'm gonna stop ya.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: is- Why do I need new content? for a game that is done instead of a new damn game
0: it's to tide you over like they're doing with GTA while you wait for the next one I do
3: not want (laughs) quests inspired by Oblivion (laughs) and Morrowind I want a new game I
0: like how I got shut down in the middle of trying to explain
3: a new game
2: (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm curious to ask um Malik, what was the first, <laughs> first
3: Elder Scrolls game? I can't hear a word you're saying, I'm too angry. Say it again.
2: What was your first Elder Scrolls game?
3: Skyrim and then I went back to Oblivion.
0: <sighs> I actually you've
3: never, never
2: played Morrowind, oh my god.
0: I tried playing Morrowind and was like, What the fuck is this?
2: I, I Morrowind is what got me into the Elder Scrolls series.
0: See
2: yeah, No,
3: I, mm, I didn't. I was all over Skyrim. And then so, I tried Oblivion and it bothered me mu- too much. I like the story, but the gameplay's like, not good. If Oblivion
2: bothered you, then Morrowind would have fucked you right off.
3: Yeah, that's oh, why Morrowind. I didn't play. I own if, it. Don't get me wrong, I own it.
2: <laughs> so, with, with Morrowind, if you had like all your stats out max, but you had no stamina, yeah, you're not gonna fucking hit anything.
3: Look, I'm not being funny. I've poured so much money into Bethesda in the hopes of Skyrim 6, uh, not Skyrim 6, Elder Scrolls 6, right? I'm I'm What's done, time? basically, at this point. Like, I'm a it's... die-hard fan, and I'm thinking about giving up.
2: I'm thinking about that granny who wants to see Elder Scrolls 6 before
0: she pops her clogs. <laughs>
3: Honestly, I can't even cope. I think I'm going to pop my clogs before we get it.
0: It'll come out just after s- fucking Star Citizen at this rate
3: well don't even joke about that (laughs) that's not even funny
0: well i've got this is my
3: mental health guys right someone call bethesda and (laughs) tell them they're affecting my mental health
0: well i i've got um a theory regarding the whole star citizen thing before we move on to the next thing that um the squadron 42 thing will be the only thing that gets released fully complete and this multiplayer stuff that they're showing us now will just be like, Yeah, we can't do it with that. Bye. Enjoy the single player experience that we spent or all be, your money be, on.
2: Or be it'll be basically um forever in perpetual um alpha beta.
0: Mm. Well because um, like Squadron forty two has like Jillian Anderson, it has um Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, it has Mark Hamill, among other characters. Uh like actors that's going to be in that single-player experience. So you've got to expect that to be fleshed out and fucking fully released properly because of all the Can- money they've spent on it.
2: Can you imagine how pissed <clears up> off <throat> those actors would be if the game actually never fucking
0: released?
3: Uh, well, I'm, Look, I'm not being funny. At this point, all they've been doing paying. is paying the people working on it. Yeah, They haven't actually done anything with it.
0: And then like the multiplayer side of it. It's like, this is like, oh, we're going to work on this after we release Squadron 42, is what they're saying. and we're gonna, They're going to heavily get back into making the game work for the multiplayer side, but I reckon that that's not going to be a thing. They're just going to be like, yeah, okay, lol, we can't do it. Here's the single-player crafted experience. Now, fuck off. Thank I you mean, for the they, billion if could, dollars. If,
2: if they could do it, it would probably only be for the select few people who have to... <sighs> top fucking high-end PCs to run the bastard anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, it's going to melt the shit out of anyone's computer that's, uh, like, mine or older.
2: I mean, if you think of the bus side, at least you will worth have to wait about you're for a little bit. Oh, true. Um, so... I mean, just for one night, I suppose. Just over- overload your PC.
0: Yep. Getting back to... Uh, yeah. stuff. This is from you again, Dolph, from IGN. <laughs> the no. Detective Pikachu game that came out on uh the nintendo 3ds yeah is getting a sequel
2: yeah so this literally popped up a few days ago i was like oh so this is from ign.com uh detective pikachu 2 long absence switch sequel is quote nearing release the sequel was announced however back in 2019 so about three years ago
3: not a bad turnaround
2: well, at least it's coming out before fucking Star Citizen.
0: Scam Citizen.
3: Everything Scam is City. coming out. Right, I'm not being funny. I'm coming out before Star Citizen, and I'm not even gay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Switch sequel to the 3DS Dictator figure game is nearing release, according to a developer working on it. As reported by Nintendo Life, senior game programmer at Developer Creatures Incorporated, Jonathan Murphy mentions Detective Pikachu 2 on his linked LinkedIn page. It's fucking letters, man. Describing his current job position, Murphy said he works on one unannounced project and one nearing release, Detective Pikachu 2. Though just a small update is pretty much all we've heard about the game since it was announced in 2019. Pokemon Company confirmed at the time that it would just, wouldn't just would just be a port of a re-release of the original 3DS game, but its own fully-fledged sequel. Not to confuse the hit film, but essentially following the same story, Detective Pikachu is a cinematic adventure game that follows protagonist, Tim, on a journey to find his father in Rhyme City. Players strut around solving crimes, meeting trainers and Pokemon from all generations as they go. It's definitely one of those more unique takes in the series featuring a loud loudmouth, talking Pikachu instead of the usual cute and calm version. Pokemon Company has continued to break expectations of what a Pokemon game can be, though. Most recently, doing so with the release of Legends Arceus? Arceus. Or Arceus? Arceus, thank you. Mm. In our R10 review of the 3DS game, IGN said, Detective Pikachu gives you great insight into the world of Pokemon through its fun mysteries and wonderful coffee-loving lead.
0: Do you know what made me chuckle about Hi. Detective 2, the original one? The voice was like Danny DeVito.
3: I mean, it wasn't,
0: but it was like a kind of gruffness to it. So, like,
3: hey,
0: hey, Tim, you gotta help me get me get this thing. Find out why, I'm, why where, you, where your dad's gone, Tim. <laughs> so I think it was. Com- that's completely not how he sounds like either. So have fun with that.
2: It sounds more like more more, more <clears throat> like like um, Breaking Bad.
3: Um, mm,
0: I just got very... Sorry.
3: Right, so... Hey, Jesse. I know they're saying, like... Yeah, it's, a bit, it's different to the other Pokemon games, but at the same time... It's not. Who, in their right mind, was playing this game and <laughs> did not see the ending coming? What kind of detective game do you work out in the first half hour? Honestly, it was poor.
0: <laughs> well, it was also a kids' game. <laughs> it's not what is your um, point, it's, right like, now? It's,
2: like, it's like most games that have a antagonist at the start. It's like you just have the reason, I don't like you for some fucking reason, but you know, I'm pretty sure you're going to be the lag at the end. A whole loan fucking hold.
3: But... Oh, so, what happened to my dad? Oh, here is a Pikachu that my dad owned and now wears his hat and drinks coffee like he did and sounds just like him. Hmm, where is my dad?
0: <laughs> Do you know what the best thing about it is? He doesn't even fucking get that he sounds like him for the longest time. Even in the movie, he doesn't realise that it's his dad. Because that's the Honestly. thing. It was what was the, it was like a legendary Pokemon fused them two together.
3: Yeah, it was a uh, Mew.
0: And that was it. Because he, he got or Mewtwo. I think I don't I can't remember. No it Mew. It was it was Mew. Because yeah. 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 he got he got injured, and that was the way to save him was to put them two together until he could heal.
3: Yeah, that's what Mew did.
0: Hmm. And um, um, we're saying bye to Sparks as well, Yuzofsky. Bye.
3: Bye. 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 Bugger off. No, I'm just
1: <laughs> honestly.
3: I just. <clears throat> I just need to hire me. I'll make all the like all the stories <laughs> for these games. Right. Seriously, with all them ones about play dead. I <clears throat> just need to hire us Lords, Just me and you.
0: Exactly. I, th- I think that would be a great zombie survival game where. You you literally have to play dead to. Yeah, I was just going to gonna say
2: because uh, a lot of this talk about got this in, in very great detail as well uh, last week one the game in the gaming shop <laughs> <chat. clears
0: throat> mm. Well, I also like came up with yeah, the tagline
3: Yeah.
0: So like when there's no more room in hell, you've got to play dead.
3: Yeah, but this is literally just us all over in it.
1: Yeah, we like, we just in so case you shit. guys
3: were wondering, you know what happens in the SIP Discord chat. It's uh, lots of random, mostly from me and Sparky.
0: <laughs> the, the thing is, guys, if you also want to join the Sips uh, Discord, come to one of my streams. There are links there to come and join us.
3: Do it, man.
0: You won't be able to join the podcast because that's just for us uh, Spartan Gen 1 and 2s that are going to
3: continue. Gen to 1 me. and 2s. Oh, yeah. No, we're all the same gen now apart from you. <laughs> Nobody else is left.
0: No, yeah.
2: So I've just found the I've just found the messages in the game related chat which uh Lala <laughs> put in here about what her game was to do. Basically, Lala wants a game where you live life and then you just randomly play dead when you fancy it. <laughs> Mode one, the world keeps going and you have to just work it out when you're not playing dead anymore. Mode two. Everything stops when you do until you're ready to just pick life back up. And then you get a choice. When you play dead, you can just lay in bed and be happy all snugged up. Or you can do self-care tasks like take a shower or scroll mindlessly through social media or read or whatever. And you make friends, some of whom are negative Nancys. And you have to decide whether to argue, compromise or cut them out of your life because you ain't got time for that toxic shit. And you might end up in a toxic job and you have to decide whether you want to quit or get depressed.
3: Honestly, it's such a good game idea. Everyone I've said it to was like, you know what? That's a really good idea. Oh, that was because... it. What? So,
0: uh, my my tagline for the survival horror one. <clears throat> the only way to survive is play dead.
3: Honestly, though, like, because um, just think about it. How much money has Sims made? Right. Sims is literally a, go- a game where you play life. Yeah. Right. And then um, stuff like 2.0. Point. You literally play life like, honestly, it's such a great genre of game playing life.
2: So it's it's one of those, I wouldn't say niche, but it's one of those genres of games that's constantly overlooked.
3: It is. Honestly, it makes so much money. <laughs> and it's because we don't want to do our own lives. We want to play somebody else's life. Because yeah. Then at least we've got control over something. <clears throat> yeah. It's literally the human need to have control.
0: Well, speaking... When
3: everything else is going to shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of control and lack of control on the developer's part. So, you know how the Modern Warfare 2, like, open beta thing came out the other day for the multiplayer? Mm -hmm. Uh People (laughs) have already got cheap menus and hacks available for it, and they are selling them online.
2: Fucking surprise.
0: So no one's surprised. It's like, yay! I'm never playing the fucking online part of that game because it'll be Honestly, full on pointless, innit? it? Yeah. But <clears throat> then rolling I still into care
2: about Modern Warfare from um, Black Ops. To be fair, stop caring mm-hmm. then.
0: Well, I'm I'm interested in the this this reboot timeline of the Modern Warfare because it's interesting and it's good, but um, I don't know. But speaking of like remasters and remakes and stuff. Apparently, they are going to remaster Horizon Zero Dawn for the PS5. Yes. And it'll probably well, they, they did it with the Last
2: of Us, so why not?
0: And it'll probably be the same fucking extortionate price tag as well.
3: They've just okay. brought out a new game, though. What's the point? I mean, for those who it play I'm, I'm it, gonna, but...
0: I'm going
2: to say it now, just for the, for the time's sake. I predict we will get a horizon forbidden west remake soon, or a remaster, whichever the fuck I come to well, first why
0: though that came out on the p s five
2: yeah, it hasn't fucking stopped him before, has it
3: no, you're right, it
0: hasn't stopped him before, yeah, but why you, why would you re-release the game on the same fucking console it came out but ask
2: ask ask Jim Ryan he'll tell you,
0: but um so won
3: PlayStation what... David
0: yeah. Well, speaking of uh, like uh, Last of Us, they did do the original one was on the PS3. They did the remaster on the PS4, and then they did part one, which was the remastered remake on on the PS5. And what makes me chuckle is one as the
2: multiplayer, wasn't
0: it? I d- I don't know. I, d- I didn't give I know, enough. That, I know they removed
2: the mode of it. I, I know they removed, removed the mode.
0: I d- I didn't give enough fucks to check, um, but. What is annoying about the whole remaster of PS4 to PS5 games? They fucking work on your PS5. Why do you need to remaster them?
3: Because they're not thingy. They're not 4K and, or whatever it is. D- the, the thing the, is. is the, you
2: th- four, four K's got a point 4K going but it's got
3: 4K. What's the face? Uh, uh, what's the engine called? Unreal Engine.
0: Unreal 5. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with that as well, they could literally just work on a patch that makes it 4K and stuff because they've done. Oh yeah, but then they lose all that money, don't they? But imagine how
3: much money they'd lose.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, Xbox have been doing it with like games, like fucking Max Payne from the original Xbox runs at 60 FPS, 4K graphics on it, and that's a fucking 2001 game the original Xbox. And that's on Series X and S. And that's been upscaled oh, fuck. to fuck. So. It's...
3: Right. Can I just make the point here? Right. Think about who we're talking about here.
0: Mm, true. I still haven't heard anything. It's any... not going to happen. I still haven't heard anything about the fucking PSVR 2 by the way. I literally listened to our podcast. Like the last one. Uh, earlier this week while I was walking around. Because I didn't have yeah. any other podcasts to listen to. I'm like fuck it, we'll listen to mine. Because. Why not? Well, it's a good it's a good way of getting the perspective you didn't hear because you were making your own thoughts in your head. Yeah. So I hear a lot more about what you've been saying and and that, and then you probably hear a lot about what I'm on about. And
2: vice versa. Yeah.
0: So, um, yes, it it's just like ah, oh, it's this is a rumor, by the way, the Horizon Zero Dawn Remaster, but the Last of Us Part One. ...was also a rumour.
3: <laughs> Look, let's just face it. They're just going to keep milking it for all they can until they can't anymore. That's where we're at. Yeah.
2: Well, we're doing the GTA... Because well, while they're
3: remastering, they don't have to come up with any new games. True. Because they've got an excuse.
0: So... Yeah,
2: yeah they can just show an while they have having no games this year. Okay, yeah. We haven't had any fucking remasters yet, but go on. <laughs>
0: So uh was it C D product Red by the way, we're moving on. Um they revealed they were working on I think it was eight new games and one of them is a new cyberpunk game called uh codenamed Orion. Well just
3: say they still haven't sorted out the first game. <laughs> well, yeah so exactly. why, uh, they've just cut their losses and run with that one. Well there was meant to be a multiplayer with that. And what it was I mean, it's better than what it was. So I'm, what I'm,
0: I'm waiting for the GTA-style online multiplayer for the first game still. Um, I know they completely went, fuck you, uh, Xbox One and PS4, and they're not gaining in DLC uh, at all. Now, it only comes out on Series X uh, and PS5 and It wasn't
2: and originally designed for
0: old-gen console? It did have a version of it, yes. Um... But the scope and the the thing of it... Because, I mean, it's not actually a bad game. It was just very badly implemented uh, engine-wise. So you got a lot of graphical fuck-ups and a lot of um, weird glitches and shit in that Uh game. But the story is pretty fucking tight. The aesthetics are really good. Um, You definitely feel like you're in a dystopian future of a cyberpunk nature and they're wanting to carry on that universe is what cd product red have say have said yeah they want to do more in that cyberpunk universe so you might not be playing as v and you might not have fucking uh keanu reeves in your head again but it will be same kind of um setting it might not even be night city it might be a different city um but it'd be cool I think it'd be it'd be a, a cool thing but they've got for the love of fuck to put the original game into a state where people are okay with it before they make the new one because if they make the new one the new one's the tits the old one's fucked they are going to kick the living fuck off about it Um. also <clears throat> speaking of kicking the fuck off about things Uh, Overwatch 2 came out literally yesterday as we're recording this podcast and do you know what they did? They took Overwatch 1 deleted it off your system and made you update to Overwatch 2. You can no longer play Overwatch 1. So I bought Overwatch 1 I now have Overwatch 2 but Overwatch 2 is free to play I didn't get any bonuses or anything for owning the first game I just got made to update to the new one. And, kicker, which is happening to other people and not just me, my skins and all my progression, which should have carried over, didn't.
2: The other kicker is, um, some people are in queues of up to 50,000 before they can actually get a game.
0: Yeah. Due
2: yep, yep. to so a suspected DDoS attack.
0: I I have to had to queue uh, a little while to get into the actual game. It's not just to get a match; to get to the main menu, you've got a queue <laughs> to join. It's huh? yeah. You you log bad. you log in to get to the main menu to connect to that server to get to the main menu server uh, to join a game from there. You have to join a queue if it's too busy.
2: Oh, that's like going to the fucking post office and taking a fucking ticket. Yeah,
3: that's Cash bad. number four,
2: please. Mm. That's really Cash bad. Cashier number seven, please.
0: Yeah.
2: Cashier, fuck off and come see me, please. I, I
0: mean, yes, it's the first week. Literally, it's been out <laughs> less than 24 hours. So. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> that really made me laugh. <laughs> Just came out
0: of nowhere, dog. What's <laughs> worse is me and my dad used to shout bingo when it was us. Oh, I
2: like it. So, was it a line or four house? Just our number.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> so... Um, I, I've
3: done myself a solid. I bought orange clubs.
0: Oh, nice. Um I like more the mint. OG,
3: innit?
0: I'm, I'm more of a mint one myself. Mint, mint's really nice, but orange as well.
3: You orange f- is the OG, though. You,
0: you can fuck with both. The great. Um, I
2: don't... I'd like the orange ones, but I prefer mint. I'm uh, more of a minty person.
0: But, um... Yeah, so Overwatch 2, I mean, it's literally been out 24 hours at this point. So, hopefully by next podcast, I'll be like, oh, my shit's come back, and it's great, and I, I can do it. Or they fucked it, but they compensated me for it.
3: <laughs> you might want to touch wood there, Lot.
0: <laughs> for me, what have been reading
2: about it? Uh, Sorry,
3: guys, lost just jinxed it for you.
2: You, mm-hmm. open, you unlock um, heroes as you go, then you've got the Battle Pass heroes, uh, which
0: people
2: are not exactly happy with.
0: Well... From what I can tell, all the heroes apart from the Battle Pass hero is locked, but the Battle Pass hero is only locked in competitive play. Mm. So if you're playing cash, you can play as them. Um, but as, as far as I know, this Battle Pass won't go away. It's not like Fortnite or Warzone or something like that. I think because it's a, a main it's, it's not, gone, it's,
2: it's not. It's not going away because it's a free-to-play game.
0: Yeah, and because it's like a, a main playable character, you kind of can't get rid of the battle pass that has that core character stuck in it. Considering they've been d- before as well, which is annoying cause when you look at it. Overwatch 1, all the characters and all the DLC that came out for that was free. You bought the loot boxes if you wanted skins and cosmetics. And there were chances to get these things. They didn't infect your gameplay they just affected how you looked. Um, but now, like, this Battle Pass is like, hey, if you want this character for competitive, you've got to buy the Battle Pass. So they're basically paywalling characters now, which they didn't before. So I imagine that's got a few fucking uh, feathers. Yeah, too. Password.
1: Yeah.
0: But, um, I mean, yeah. i never
2: played Overwatch 1.
0: I, I, I liked it. I, I just hated yeah. the fact how toxic it got. People got so competitive that people would like, hey, you need to PayPal me £20 or I'm throwing every match we're in. So you get shit ranked.
2: And wouldn't they get shit ranked as well then?
0: Yeah, but they didn't give a shit. They were trying to just get money out of it. They didn't care about getting like diamond or platinum or gold or whatever. They'd be bronze and fucking like it if they meant they could get money out of it.
2: I mean, I wouldn't give a fuck either if I was bronze constantly. I I, I think
0: I got bronze as well when I logged in because I just ended up with some really shit games when I tried competitive but it's also it's so sweaty people will get really fucking angry at you and try and kick you, vote you and stuff like that because you aren't doing it the way they want you to do it Rainbow Six Siege was exactly the same issue if you weren't playing the way other people wanted you to play they would kick you out of the game they would just vote kick you off the team, and there was fuck all you could do about it. So, uh, I I'm reluctantly probably going to try it, but I'm not nah. trying at a launch. Fuck that because the amount I went, of I, went, I watched went, Overwatch over
2: twenty foot pole, unfortunately.
0: I I like Overwatch. Overwatch was fun. Like I my one of my favorite characters players is Diva because she runs around in a mech suit that has. Uh, a temporary shield that blocks incoming projectiles, uh has a rocket thing to fly at people, you can knock people around with it. Like these auto shotguns that never run out of ammo, so you can just like pump them forever, but they're fairly low damage. Uh and then like micro missiles, and then its special ability is you can launch it uh and self destruct it for like a, a nuke explosion. So Um that's like my one of my favourite characters to play as in the game. Uh, but the, one of the annoying parts is though they have took it from being 6 on 6 to 5 on 5 and then the, the role I play that I like playing as is tank you can only have one character play as tank so I I have to, if I want to queue for that specific role I can't queue for any other queue roles because it'll try and give me those over that because there's only one of those roles so like, you get two medics uh, or, or two support which are like healers and um buffers that can like buff damage output and stuff like that, or boot, buff health recovery. Yeah. Um there's your uh offensive or assault classes that are pure DPS. And then your tank character, which is you get in there, you soak up damage, you deflect damage, and you put damage out there as well. Um mm-hmm. But that, that character now is like a one-person character. There used to be like, you could have two of you doing it. So I I used to find that um, like when I played it, I played as D.Va and if anyone else played as like Reinhardt which was the big shield guy, I'd just jump up behind him and just pepper the fuck out of anything that came in front of me with the auto shotguns and just basically just put down a wall of like bullets in front of everyone. So if anyone Bullet. walked, yes. yeah, everyone, anyone walked in front of you, you started chipping away at their health bar. I mean, it didn't do much damage, but it was enough to make them back off. And they couldn't attack me freely because they had to go through the shield. And then if you had a good healer as well, like you could sit on top of like a, a def, like a cart push one where you have to move the objective to a certain area, um, and literally sit on top of that, and you and the tank just sit there and. Just, Soak the damage, take all the the shit, and then get healed by the healers when like his shield breaks, or you need to back off because someone tried to get around you. There was some real like strategy to it, but now it's like five on five. It's like fuck, you can't have that kind of shield guy DPS guy uh, combo unless you have one of your assault guys come and sit behind the shield guy uh, permanently and use him as a turret. But, um, yeah, Overwatch 2, it, I imagine it'll be okay. The only really, really, really fucking annoying part about it is there was meant to be single-player, but I don't see single-player at all. Whatever happened to that, I don't know. Um,
2: so no, no bots then as it were?
0: No, I mean, like, there was a single-player campaign. Oh, okay. Uh, single-player release date. Uh... So apparently there might be PVE story mode. But at the moment that's not there. Stop giving me pop ups, games radar, for fuck's sake. Overwatch PVE missions. Uh, cooperative player versus environments so are supposed to be coming in Overwatch Two, but won't arrive until twenty twenty three. It appears yeah. what originally was the main draw for Overwatch Two has now lost priority to rebalancing and freshen up the main team multiplayer experience. So, yes. the thing I was like, oh, because you would you were going to pay for the game as well. It wasn't free to play. It was you were going to pay for Overwatch Two. Um. So that, that bit that was drawing me into wanting to buy it and play it, that's gone. And the fact that they then overwrote Overwatch 1 with Overwatch 2, that also pissed me off. Because what if I wanted to just play Overwatch 1? I can't now.
2: It's gone. Well, <laughs> if, you think it, if you think about it, you're still kind of paying for it because they're like the heroes heroes behind a battle pass for competitive. Yes. And
3: yeah, the main draw for
0: Overwatch the is, is the The worst
3: part about that is one, they've not given you a choice at all.
0: Yeah. Two, they've not compensated people who bought the fucking game.
3: Yeah. Um. And like the thing is, all they would have to do is give you some of the stuff that's behind that paywall.
0: Well, just give us like money. Give us like that's what PUBG did when it went free to play. It's like, oh, you bought the game. Here's so much of this G coin, which is their pay currency. pay for currency. Mm. If they just did that, I don't think people would be so pissed off. But it's like, yeah, do you not realise? It's like, I paid 40 quid for this game like three years ago and you upgraded me to the free-to-play game that I didn't get a choice on? Where's my yeah, compensation, fuck, that... fuck? I, mean, I
2: mean, Destiny did the same thing with Destiny 2, though, didn't they?
0: Yeah, but you did get stuff. You got like in-game. Yeah, but then again, they
2: also deleted fucking content that you've already purchased in DLC. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. So
2: they're no Saint Cyber, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, but this is still that was under their Activision Blizzard phase, wasn't it? (laughs) I think that's did they did they drop the um
2: was it the Forsaken DLC? Was that before or after they left Activision?
0: Uh, I don't know, but they dropped completely the single-player campaign, which.
2: So that that was um act and and on Activision,
0: yeah, but that was the that was the like the the bit that everyone was like, oh my God, this is so much better than destiny one because it was like a full fleshed campaign that had proper acting proper voicing and all that and it really it, it brought the game home like it made me want to play it it made me want to go and do it afterwards sort of thing and play past that story campaign. I load up now, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I don't really want to play this. So mm. I kind of hate that they've done that with Overwatch 2 as well. They've just gone, lol, reset. Although I should have got all my skins and any money that I had through earning it through the like the the uh, loot boxes and shit. But at the moment, I don't have shit because they're fucked up. They're having trouble signing in. They're having trouble getting your content to you. So it's like, well, what the fuck? All of my D.Va skins are gone. All of my taunts are gone. All of my Overwatch coins, which I earned through duplication in the the loot boxes, gone. And they know about it, but they've not said they're fixing it. (laughs) They just said, we're aware of the issue. So it's like, all right, cool. Thanks a fucking lot for not giving us all our stuff. Because some people are getting yep. bits of the, their stuff back when they cross. Because that's what it did. It, it automatically took all of your progression from Overwatch 1 and threw it into Overwatch 2. So my first like load up of Overwatch 2, I played nine minutes as D.Va, even though. Oh, he's gone. Even though. Uh, <laughs> I, I've not. <laughs> I've not got away colour. it. Even though I've not played a fucking match on Overwatch 2. But I played shitloads of. Diva, so the stats are all wrong. Yeah. Um yeah, just in general, I'm I'm very, very pissed off about that.
3: I understand why it's not fair.
0: Yeah. Um like I said, I hope they fix it. Um welcome back, Dolph. <laughs> Dick's also been shit, shit tonight Okay, um Don't miss anything? Uh just me ranting still. Uh so moving on. Grounded Finally goes a 1.0 full. full release um me Dolph, sparky and sparks have uh, played the living shit out of this game um and
2: some of us from very early in game preview I
0: yeah, I think I got it like day 1 of day pre game preview or very early on in game preview mm-hmm.
2: um it's it's good to see how far the game has come along with it it's well, it's it's come really far, far far, it's come really far.
0: Well, yesterday I played over four hours of it on stream. Um, so and we're not even we're not even progressing the story at the moment either, because we're waiting for you, Dolph. Because it's like we're doing it as a four. So, right. so because we could have got well, all we did at the moment, we went up to the picnic table on the top of there, mm-hmm. w- went through the D and D castle and got this. Uh, Burgle chip, but it's not one that is related to story, so that's fine.
2: It's the micro. It's the micro one, isn't it? The standard yeah, one.
0: the one that gets you like extra crafting recipes and shit. Um, yeah, you get the
2: super chips on each of the each of the labs. We have so. been
0: exploring, though. We've been up to the shed. We've not been in the shed. Uh, <laughs> Just as well. <laughs> uh, we have been on the lower part of the decking of the house. Me mm-hmm. and Sparky and. Uh, we've been up where the, the snotty castle thing is up the top.
2: Uh the side of the pond.
0: Yeah. And we've been all the way around that top edge uh, because you can go from the shed all the way around. Did so, you find
2: the coal though, Um The what? The pond, the coal. The coal? Coal, yeah, you can... There's it's coal by an a overturned barbecue you can take back and you can make it into a weapon.
0: Yeah, Um. I I need to go and sort that out because I figured that one of my mutations... Uh gives me sizzle resist because it gets really fucking hot really fucking quick there so you can't mine it at the moment mm-hmm. so I think with the mutation I've got I might be able to do it yeah. Um, but yeah it's basically for those who are wondering what the fuck are you guys talking about it's basically a Honey I Shrunk the Kids the video game. game essentially yeah um, it used to be you you kind of before this 1.0 st- like full release You didn't really have a fucking clue what was going on. You just woke up in this... um, Some
2: sort of suitcase, wasn't it? In a
0: suitcase, in this garden. Uh, There was little bits of story beats persisting that, hey, maybe you can undo the situation. But then, with this release, they have fleshed it out. So you were dumped into the back garden uh, by this company called Omnint. And you uh, maybe are kidnapped kids, which is what we're leaning towards. Um, they yeah. like, the opening trailer has like lots of different little beats and stuff that might come true and might be good foreshadowing for stuff. But um, mm-hmm. they were saying like in the news that like children are going missing in the neighbourhood, and uh, there's no clue to where they've gone. Uh, you. Uh like in the camera shot as well, it like shows going through a house that is completely deserted, but there's food on the table and ants walking around, so it means like it's been left there a while. Uh and then you go through the like the, the gap in the fence and you're in the back garden of the game. And the last thing you see before the game starts properly and you pick your character is the cat parachute uh coming down with your case that you're in landing in the garden. Um and it is very like crazy because then you are like okay what the fuck do i do how do i do this um they've added like way more enemies as well there's like four or five new enemies uh at least <laughs> um they messed about with the area called the haze and made that um like a bit more deadly and stuff now like you need gas mask to go through that and there are mutated um like bad guys that go around there Mm-hmm. um there are like bosses as well so we found at the shed we know where the mantis um spawn is for the mm-hmm. for that but it it's a, you have to summon that boss yeah uh you, it doesn't just appear like the wolf spiders do um and it's all very like cool because it's like basically you're trying to figure out what how the fuck you got in there and how to get back to normal size
2: you find cassette tapes in little folders that kind of give you some backline, uh, backline, backstory. Fuck me.
0: Yeah, Backstory. story.
2: Some a lot, of, a lot of the cassettes are actually voiced. So
0: yeah, it's really cool. ...has
2: some depth. Essentially, um, uh, there's, a, there's a scientist called Dr. Tully who worked on a uh, a spacer device, which basically shrinks things down.
0: Yeah, um, and
2: this... he was trying to work out an an amb- an to. Turn things back to normal, but well, he was so. What?
0: Well, no, times? he he did do it because he did return. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard this bit of the story, but he went back, but aged like twenty years when he did eventually go back.
1: Oh,
2: I haven't heard that. Bit.
0: Um, and he decided then to go back and live in the garden as a, a as a small person, as a strong... Okay. Um, but the when you first start the game, you find this device which would make you bigger uh or I, I assume would make you bigger and mm-hmm. uh it explodes basically and the thing that what you need to excuse me. <coughs> oh the thing that you need to <coughs> excuse me. Uh make unfuck un- yourself and make you big again. Uh is either run out or broken because of a power surge. And then you find Burgle, which is like this uh, helper robot. And he's like, hey, if you find these chips of me, which are hidden all the way through these different laboratories in the garden, uh, I can help you build the replacement parts to fix it. So that's what we're up to. We're trying to figure that out. But we don't have any memory of being in that garden or why we're in that garden or what happened to us before we got into that garden. So... Um, One of the early things that happens to you once you get the first burgle chip is you have uh, a dream. Or a flashback. Or a flashback, yeah. And it's a bit of story explaining what happened to you, basically. Um, And that you were indeed shrunk against your will. So I assume as we go along, we'll find more story that points to what the fuck's happening. Um,
2: Have you been in the Red Hill?
0: No, we've not been in there.
2: Well, it's the hill closest to baseball.
0: No, i have not. We've not been down there yet.
2: Okay, there is um, there is some very small skeletons in there.
0: We we found quite a few now. Mm. So
2: it seems like we're, not, said, the were you're you're not, the first, not the first people. You're not first. the first person we
0: tested on. Yeah. Uh, like at the barbecue, we found a skeleton in a pile of ash, crushed underneath a uh lump of coal. Uh we've also found uh some have been eaten near the top of the near the top of the pond. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like very interesting. Like hopefully tomorrow when you come on and we get Sparky on the Spark on, we'll advance the story a bit. Yeah. Um because I'm I'm very interested. We've done the
2: hedge, so we are we can either do the the haze or the the pond.
0: Well we need to research explosives or but the pond uh,
2: okay, for the explosives then you need to go to the hill and find an antique.
0: Yeah, because um, we we need to make explosives to open the haze door, because we found the haze mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to research underwater equipment to go into the underwater lab, because you need, like, uh, the, like oxygen tanks and stuff like that to get down there. Um, otherwise, you drown.
2: You need the boat leg, like, um, what's it? We,
0: we've got enough to make them, I think. It's just that you need the oxygen stuff, because if you don't get the into the air bubbles that are in the thing uh, it will eventually kill you cuz you'll drown yeah so means means marks
2: when it came to the breathing stuff all we had was the the breathing reed yeah which you make from your grass and whatnot and the the boatman, um flippers that's all we really used while we was underwater and that was just sufficient
0: how much does it extend the the breath by using the the uh,
2: the reed brings it up to 85 seconds i think
0: all right, because it's like thirty seconds. Is it reusable or is it just like when it's the reader is
2: constantly reusable? Yeah, oh, that's good. Or until it breaks if you take too much damage. but yeah. yeah, it's reusable.
0: Well, we found in the haze that the gas master grades over time, but if you get out of the haze, it stops using it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's very, it's very fucking good game. We recommend it. It's on Game Pass. Uh, it's four player. If you uh, want as well, you can put a copy of your game up. Uh, for people and you can authorise people to go on that game and basically it means that say I'm offline, Dolph can download it, well not download it but like access that copy of it and he becomes the host so then I can join him and everyone else can join him even though it's my game save. And uh, I think
2: I do while a lot is offline will re-reflected on the
0: copy Yeah because as soon as he finishes it then updates to the new thing um so when i come on next like holy shit so it's like, kind of like playing in a realm without having that persistence mm-hmm. uh, because you just well. pick it up and play it when you want um yeah it's very fun very good to play uh if you like minecraft it's certainly, and survival it's, it's games. certainly
2: a lot it's certainly a lot different to other survival games
0: mm. um like food and water management uh uh, blocking, weapon, fighting. Blocking, fighting and stuff, that's all really cool. In fact, the mutation thing as well works. That the more you do something, the more chance you have of it becoming a mutation, which then gives you benefits Well it's
2: it's not in case of the more you do it, the more luck you're gonna get it. It's certain you gotta meet certain milestones. Yeah. So if javelin here, for example, you need to kill hostile bugs that can fight back about forty or fifty times by throwing your spear at them. Oh, fucking hell. Then it's then it's then you got to get to a hundred kills, mm. and then two hundred kills for javelin. near three free.
0: But then you get like extra, like you get stuff. extra
2: dam, you get extra damage or resistances. So when I was doing the other day, when Sparks was on a different his own one, uh, with Ant annihilator and javelin near level oh. one, I could throw a spear and ant and outright kill it one hit. Fuck hell. Yep. Without oh. any of the um, mutations on, throwing the spirit at the ant will take about ninety-five percent of his health off,
0: Uh-huh.
2: I which think... is damn sight a lot more than what it used to do.
0: I'm not sure if you're. Ba- did you die up near the pond area?
2: No, I did query that with Sparks when I jumped on the other day. I think it was um, a yeah, Sparky jumped up. I think Sparky used Willow the
0: other day. Yeah. So I went over there
2: and grabbed all the um, important stuff and brought it back to base and stuck it in the chest.
0: It uh, makes sense, then, because it came up with, like, you, your backpack.
2: Yeah, because it was my character I was using, but it said um, Spock it or Cortez's backpack. Ah,
0: uh-huh. because I couldn't use it. I couldn't look at it when she died next to me. No, backpack. you can't
2: um, peek in other people's backpacks. It's to stop trolling, basically.
0: Yeah. But, um, like I said, it's on on Game Pass on Xbox and PC, so give it a look. Uh, we'll probably talk about it more the more we get into it again, so by next podcast we could have an update about how far we've gotten the story and what we've gone off because me and Sparky played with Sparks last night for a bit Sparks went off, me and Sparky went exploring a bit and we did something which we'll talk to you about tomorrow when we play it mm-hmm. because um, yeah <laughs> we, did, we did something that was like whoops but okay um, but yeah it's it's fun if you like survival games and you want that 80s 90s, it's set in 1990 by the way if you want that like, early 90s um, aesthetic and vibe, uh, it's definitely worth a look. For that nostalgia kind of stuff. And speaking of nostalgia,
1: <laughs>
0: the Dead Space remake, because it's not a remaster, it's a remake, uh, had its first kind of gameplay slash cinematic trailer. <clears throat> and it looks really fucking good. Um something that stands out immediately though in the original title Isaac Clarke was a silent protagonist you never heard him speak a single word in that first game mm-hmm. uh yeah so in a bold decision they've gone and got the voice actor who did 2 and 3 to basically now he has now dialogue basically so he will talk during the game so, it's no longer that they're just talking at him and you're just there going, well, maybe I don't want to. He would now have dialogue and chat back. So, it's going to be an interesting take because rather than us being like, oh, the mechanism go here, he'll be like giving them back and forth and dialogue. So, it's a different, it's very interesting. That's why the remake handle is heavily implied over remaster because. They're adding dialogue to it. Um, they're adding extra bits that they couldn't do technically at the time. Um, that's getting added in. Um, one thing I immediately noticed, the Zero-G stuff, you can now fly around, like in Dead Space 2 and 3.
2: Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Uh, whereas before in Dead Space 1, you literally just jumped from platform to platform.
2: With the... um. Gravity boots, doesn't it? The main Well, gravity in, in
0: zero gravity, you just jumped basically. You just looked for mm. the landing pad and jumped across. But now you can float, and your uh, suits have rocket boosters in them, like rocket boots, like in two and three. So, all That's all great. looking really cool. I think they have redesigned some bosses as well. Um, but I'm I'm hyped for this. I think it's going to be great. I definitely want to pick it up when it comes out. Um. So, yeah, I'm like, yes, this is good. Um, so, what's not good, though? <laughs> if we're into fucky a territory, by the way. Have you not figured out? It's,
2: this it's, is- it's, been, a, it's been a while. Let's face it, it's been a while.
0: Fuck a. Fuck everything. Um, so, from IGN.com. Hey, guess what came out this year? FIFA 23 Legacy Edition for the Switch. Another Legacy Edition? Yep. This year is 2022. EA has returned with their annual gift of regretful deja vu for Nintendo Switch owners. A dystopian future is mercilessly nearer than we think. I could copy and paste my review like I did two years ago, but unlike some folks at EA, I don't take much satisfaction in reusing material. Oops. I think that's what I said last year, actually. I'm struggling to care at this point. This is uh, Simon Cardi, who's basically done every uh, Switch review since like 2020. So, for the fourth year in a row, EA Sports has released virtually an unchanged version of FIFA onto the Nintendo Switch. Love it. Uh, As stated on the official website, FIFA 23 Legacy Edition will feature the same gameplay innovation from 2022 without any new development or significant enhancements. As a reminder, here's uh, what was written for their game last year. FIFA 2022 Legacy Edition will feature the same gameplay innovation from FIFA 21 without any development or significant enhancements. Oh, and the year before. FIFA 21 Legacy Edition will feature the same gameplay innovation from FIFA 20 without any significant development or enhancements. And then, obviously, we're going to complete the set with FIFA 20 Legacy Edition will feature the same gameplay innovation from FIFA 19 without any significant development or enhancements. Uh, and this is also like remind you that FIFA 19 wasn't great in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... <clears throat> due to FIFA license sailing away from EA towards past new next year uh, this will be the final EA co- uh, game called FIFA to appear on the Nintendo console what a sad legacy to leave behind Ah oh, well uh, next year we'll probably be reading the EA Sports FC 24 Legacy Edition will feature the same gameplay innovation from FIFA 23 without any new development or significant enhancements <laughs> I wouldn't put it
2: past at this point
0: let's hope for better uh, the verdict: FIFA twenty three on Switch is a prime example of minimal minimal effort for maximum profit. If you've bought the FIFA version uh, or, on Switch at any point in the last pi- five years, there's a very little e- reason to buy it again now. And it scored a two out of a ten. Painful. <laughs> two out of ten. Um. So I have because I bought it for the fucking joke. Uh, I have like <laughs> FIFA nineteen, I think. Let me have a look let have a switch case and have a look I have no nope, not that one yeah I have FIFA 19 so I have FIFA 19 I have FIFA 20 I have FIFA 21 I have FIFA 22 and FIFA 23 and, FIFA 23. and it all cost me 10 pounds oh happy days all, happy they, all they've done is what I said they should have been doing for years on like the bigger consoles is literally yeah. paid DLC for the FIFA game, where mm. it just updates the roster, the kit, maybe adds new features, and it's like twenty quid. But instead they are shilling the FIFA legacy edition. Let me have a look how much that is actually. Uh it's
2: 4999,
0: isn't it? Uh we'll find out in a second. I'm going to Amazon. <laughs> when I can find Amazon. Oh, there it is.
3: I'm already on Amazon. I'm always on Amazon. Just so
0: you know. You can buy <laughs> <laughs> the FIFA 23 Legacy Edition on the Nintendo Switch. Why is... Huh?
2: They don't keep us in suspense for fuck's sake.
0: Well, depending on where you look, it's either £42, £30.95, or £36.99.
2: So just call it 40 quid then.
0: Yeah. For a five-year-old game. Potentially. (laughs) So, for... Sorry, four-year-old game. Let's get it right. We don't want to be fucking sued by EA for calling them on their bullshit. (laughs) But, um, yeah, EA once again failing to disappoint (laughs) with their uh, marketing strategy. (laughs)
3: Honestly, you can't even make this up at this point, can you?
0: No.
2: Yeah, I'm putting on Karen at this
0: point. Yay, let's fuck everything.
3: Yeah, I just got no words, man.
0: So, um, Spark, you put this next one up. What the fuck is it? Even <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is.
2: Spark? What, the Babylon 4 one? Yeah. I mean, that was me.
0: Dolph even, sorry. I don't know why I said Spark. I'm, I'm tired. No, I don't know why I said it
3: either. Uh.
2: So, I've just found the link. Um, this is from Uh Babylon's full copies are apparently reported being destroyed or given away by game stores in America. Right. Cool. Remember what Anthem was doing? You know, selling it almost like um, next to nothing or like five quid or whatever. Yep. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Certain branches of American retailer GameStop are reporting giving away copies of Babylon's 4 following the official statement from Platinum Games regarding the game's termination. Multiple users are sharing the discs they have received from the store for free, according to Video Game Chronicle and Cheap Ass Gamer. And many other stores don't even have any stock to sell or even give away anymore. There isn't an official statement from Square Enix yet on how the physical copies of Babylon's 4 will be handled in stores, or if refunds will be issued for people who bought the game after the termination announcement. What we do know is that Square Enix is shutting the game down after six months, Ooh. specifically on November 29th. The game will still be continued to receive updates and maintenance until the closure date, but the termination is already set in stone. A complete list of what players can expect can also be found on the game's
0: official website. Did you actually tell me what this game was about, by the way, because I have some fucking clue I wasn't paying attention.
2: Uh, it probably be in the probably be further down in the article. If not, I'll have a quick look. look-see. Balance 4 has already been considered by reviews as one of the worst games of 2022, with many offering criticism that from the start the developer built it with no specific direction. The game released a survey just two months after its release asking fans about their feedback and any other constructive tips to fix the game's problems and revive it. The survey first focused on graphics, which were a common criticism of the game at the time, and other aspects that needed addressing, like the UI, camera movement, and special effects. It was, like many live-service games, an unpolished product that wasn't ready to be delivered, causing its score to drop to 41 on Metacritic for PlayStation 5 and 46 for PC. Physical copies of Babylon's 4 are becoming rare quite quickly, so some may be interested in grabbing copies for themselves. If they can find one of the branches allegedly given away, they'll have to make haste before GameStop throws every copy into the dumpster or just breaks them all together. So, a quick look. Babylon's
1: full. Got a quick look.
2: Hey, Oh, hey. Uh, No, that's not the Babylon's Fall I want. Da, da 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 Oh, fuck off your cookies.
0: Babylon's Fall is an action role-playing game developed by Platinum Games and published by Square Enix.
2: Yeah, don't like MMO or anything like that. I'm just still trying to find the fucking link. I had it bookmarked and it's gone.
0: Uh, I'm on Wikipedia for it. Uh, Gameplay is an action role-playing hack-and-slash game playing in third-person uh, perspective... Uh, it does have single player and multiplayer, but I imagine the multiplayer would be like end game and shit. Uh, bu- bu- do 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 do. Uh, bu- bu- bu. cooperative four player cooperative multiplayer. So it's not an MMO. It's just like a ow, weird hack and slash game, basically. But yeah, so rip Bozo, that one's getting killed.
2: Okay, so essentially... Uh, okay, I've gone to the actual Square Enix page. It's a cooperative action RPG. You take on the role of a sentinel, once conscripted prisoners of the Empire who are granted unrollable powers by a parasitic device implanted to their back. The Gideon Coffin team up with up to three players to reclaim to the Tower of Babel. Again, it's like... It's, I'd like to say it's kind of like um, Diablo-esque but it's probably more fair-person uh, rather than top-down isometric. Yeah. But yes, the fact that it hasn't even lasted six months is
0: mind-blowing. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the next topic and just I've just seen a little side topic. And I'm not going to click on it, I just want to read you out what it says. Uh, Genshin Impact will not add any more end-game challenges because of "Quote excess, excessive anxiety." Wow! What? <laughs> I'm not clicking on it. I can't be fucked. I'm not doing it. No, don't do. It. I'm not
2: doing it. We're not going down that rabbit hole, are we?
0: No, 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 no. So, moving on to things that also have been cancelled. Hey, Dolph, do you hear that phone ringing?
2: Why? Do you fucking call it? I
0: fucking called it. Guess what's going down the shitter? Google Stadia is it. shutting down in January. Oh, come on. Software and it, it, hardware purchases to be refunded. This is from PCGamer.com.
2: Well, let's just, before you jump on that, Um, come on. Google and fail products. Name a more iconic duo.
0: <laughs> hey, this will be in the Google graveyard soon.
3: do <laughs> no, man. No, it's ridiculous.
0: So, uh, two months after denying a rumor that Stadia is shutting down, Google has announced that Stadia is shutting down. Nah. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Stadia's approach to streaming games for customers consumers, uh, was built on a strong technology foundation. It hasn't gained the traction with users uh, that we're expecting, so we've made the difficult decision to begin winding down our Stadia streaming service, uh, Stadia General Manager Phil Harrison wrote. Stadia (sighs) owners will still have access to the libraries until the 18th of January, 2023. All Stadia hardware purchases made through Google Store and game and add-on content purchases made through the Stadia store will be refunded. Most refunds are expected to be completed by mid-January. Despite Stadia's... Well, at least you getting your money back, I suppose. Uh, despite Stadia's future to catch on with gamers, Harrison said the technology behind it has been proven to scale and transcends gaming.
2: Uh-huh, sure.
0: Oh, uh, why? <laughs> I just want to rip him apart. but well, It's just stupid. Uh, we see clear opportunities to apply this technology across other parts of Google, like YouTube, Google Play, our augmented reality efforts, as well as make it available for our industry partners, which aligns uh, with where we see the future of gaming ahead, he wrote. We remain deeply committed to gaming, and we will continue to invest in new tools, technologies, and platforms that Power, Success of Developers, uh, Industry Partners, and Cloud Customers and Creators. Uh, Harrison first indicated that Google was looking at licensing Stadia technology to other organizations in February of 2021, saying that Google was looking to an increased focus on using our technology platform for industry partners. Uh, A job listing that appeared in August 2021 seemed to solidify that changed approach to the system. It's undoubtedly sad for fans of Stadia, all three of them, uh, but the system never lived up to its promise. Stadia on PC lacked a number of basic features. At launch, uh, the game section was anemic at best. Google threw in the towel on its internal development plans in early 2021. Yeah, they shut down the studios, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, which seemed to put the providing uh, proverbial writing on the wall. Although it continued to insist that Stadia was alive and well until today. Stadia joins the list of cancelled Google projects, some like Hangouts, Picasa, uh, Google Play Music, and YouTube Gaming, uh, well-known and wisely used, and other niche or behind the scenes. If you're curious, uh, you can find the full list of what lives in the Google graveyard at killedbygoogle.com So... They they tried something that I knew wasn't going to work. That Until, like, 90% of the world's internet is at the same standard, that was never taking off. Google right. Stadia was never fucking taking off. And
2: it's just that either. The, the games they had on their library are from games three or four years ago anyway, which people already had on other platforms, so why buy it again for more exactly. than what is currently available?
0: it it was one of those things where i called it and the phone rang and you know it it got answered i i saw the future and the future was bye bye google stadium
1: hang on
0: hang on I, i need to play that for the for the audience Uh, there it is.
1: I can see the future!
0: <laughs> there we go. Guys on the podcast will have a good chuckle at that when they hear that. Uh, yep. but yeah. So, f- fucking... I can see the future! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, got, I called it, like I called fucking 3D TV, could TV, and eventually VR. <laughs> uh... These are all very niche markets with lots of like cool applications but until you make it accessible for all the people and make it affordable for all the people, it's not gonna fucking work. VR is cool. VR could be accessible for everybody but they've got to make it dirt cheap and they've also got to make sure that you're not motion sickness. Mhm. Um, It's like the fucking adaptive triggers and feedback things on, on the PlayStation. Really cool but not everyone wants that.
3: Literally, no one wants that.
0: Exactly. It's like, oh, it's really cool for like.
3: cares, guys? So. It was good until you actually tried to play games with it.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, why? I mean, that probably. Was it fucking. What's it called? Summit Playground? The fucking robot? I know what you mean,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Gumbo. Yeah. Astro's so, Playroom, there we go. Ash, Astro Playroom. Yeah. yeah. That was all very centred around using the motion controls and the adaptive triggers and shit. So that works because that was all centred around it. But like I've been saying all the time, no fucker is going to play Call of Duty with the adaptive triggers turned on. Oh, I've got to pull the trigger harder. And it's like, fuck that. Just turn it off and pull it quicker. <laughs> yep. So, it's it, I, I. I like innovation. I think it's cool, but You've got to know which lane to take that innovation down. As
3: usual, Sony gets it wrong.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and speaking of lanes to go down, Google apparently reportedly turned down a Stadia-exclusive Death Stranding successor. (laughs) A exclusive fucking game. So this is from Eurogamer.net. Uh, Google reportedly turned out a steady exclusive follow-up to the Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding. According to a new report for 9 to 5 Google, the project received initial approval, but as it was intended to be a strictly single-player experience, instead of the asynchronous multiplayer in Death Stranding, the Kojima collaboration was cancelled as Google believed there was no, no longer a market for solo games. Boy, were you fucking wrong. Wah-wah. Despite reaching the early stages of development, the project was reportedly counted by Stadia's general manager, Phil Harrison, in the mid-2020s, following the first mock-ups. The news appears apparently to tally with the VGC report in twenty one that Google was working on various third-party projects, including the Kojima reductions project understood to be an episodic horror game. That report was denied by a Google Stadia spokesperson at the time, claiming it did not, quote, "...have anything, nor have announced anything with Kojima or Yu Suzuki." And that talking to partners about potential products was, quote, very common. Though Death Stranding was released exclusively on the PlayStation in 2019, a PC version followed in 2020. The yep. version of the director's cut later appeared on both platforms. When it so, recently
0: just came out on Xbox. Yeah, so
2: basically Google turned down, reportedly turned down, a exclusive Stadia game because it's single player.
0: Yeah, a uh, Hideo Kojima game as well that would have had so much clout and driven people to try Stadia
1: uh-huh.
0: and they didn't and they're fucking digging the plot of for it now to chuck it in the hole by the way um, Stop Skeletons from Finding the YouTube channel uh, the guy on there, Derek uh, he went on yeah. Stadia to see what was going on with that the store page is gone. They've completely shut that down. The library that your games that were bought still exists but you can't look at any of the games that are on there. So if you didn't buy those like exclusive Stadia games that were on there uh, yeah, you shit out luck. They don't exist. And when they shut down the service in January, if they aren't ported to other consoles or PC uh, they're dead games. With no way of playing them. Because like, the nature of cloud gaming, you take the cloud away, they've taken the ball and gone home, that ball's gone, you don't get to play with that ball anymore, and you've paid for the privilege of playing with that ball. It's like, you might love that game, but you can't play that game if he's fucking took the control pad away. It's, it's, yeah. Like I said, it, I always felt very suspect about uh cloud gaming especially cloud gaming where it's all based on that there's no way of downloading it or keeping it uh local at
2: that point you're just, pay, you're just basically renting at that point
0: yeah pretty much it's like even if you buy the game you are technically still renting it because now they're giving the money back for you because you you know you can't play it anymore that service is gone So if you paid 40 quid for Shadow of the Tomb Raider on Stadia, guess what? You're getting 40 quid back. And if you don't have a console to play that on or a powerful enough PC to play that on, well, you're not playing that game anymore. Yep. Uh, And I think, was it? Didn't Cyberpunk do quite well on the Stadia because it was one of the few uh, PCs that could run it properly?
2: Well, I remember reading that... um... They dropped this news pretty much out of the blue, and a lot of the developers actually had games up and ready to go to Stadia. Well, yeah,
0: well, yeah. Yep, kind of pissed. Oh, god, understandably so. Like, hey, we've been working on your platform for the last year and a half, and now. You're just telling us to go suck it. It's, it's going where? Sorry? Wait, 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 where are we putting this? Sorry? Where? Hmm? What? Sorry? Hey? Gone. It's fucking gone. But it, I just love how he's like, oh, it hasn't gained the traction with users as we expected. It's like, well, how the fuck do you expect it to be? Oh here we go. I found the thing. Stadia's collapse means the exclusive horror game GUILT. Uh oh, actually, will be coming to uh, different platforms because now it's getting um lost into the thing. Mm. So we've been mm-hmm. working on it for a long time, and it's finally time to make it official. Guilt is going multi-platform in 2023. But that was a Stadia exclusive uh, horror game. Just
2: not, just not Stadia. Mm. Should we roll
0: into the last one? And that was three hours ago they announced this. So. Yeah. It's good to see that, that some people are getting out of there, but the people who worked... And strived to get it on Stadia and then just been told, fuck off. <coughs> yeah, I can, be, I can definitely see why you'd be pissed off. Yeah. Go on then, Dolph. Take us home. What's so, this last one?
1: Right.
2: Uh, how, okay, question. How long have you had the Xbox for? Just been playing on Xbox and just in general.
0: Uh, Halo Combat Evolved.
2: So, pretty much from the OG Xbox then. Yeah. Do you remember a very obscure title called Black?
0: It was a first-person shooter, but I never played it
2: it was very good for its time I mean I actually have it and it actually is backwards compatible so apparently the scrapped black sequel plans are confirmed by the developer so we're getting a modernization of it or even a sequel to it
0: so the, the, what it's back on
1: <laughs>
2: it's basically uh, very few people remember black but those who do will tell you it's easily one of the most underrated first person shooters of all time and I can confirm that with a passion it was... It, you didn't have any aim down sights. It's more of a... Phonics. Blaze of hellfire and bullets and shit like that. Yeah, There's 24 missions or so. I think there's 24 missions. And basically you played a person called um, Jack Keller, if I remember. Which we probably find more in the article to read. So... You remember Black, but those who do remember till it was your time. Despite offering an experience that generally felt years ahead of its time, EA and Criterion's 2006 FPS ultimately drift in obscurity thanks to franchises like Call of Duty and Battlefield. Now, I will say, the team behind Black is the same team that bought you the Burnout series. Criterion Games. Mm-hmm. So, a publisher that bought you Destruction with Cars and high-speed fucking rampaging dead at FPS
0: and it was really good high speed shooting mm-hmm. and rampage if you
2: play Black then you know that the Playstation 2 and Xbox game was miles upon its competitors in terms of level design and immersively a contents set pieces it also did the whole Black Ops things years before Call of Duty had the idea Black follows the rogue CI agent Jack Keller as he sets out a series of 24 style missions that often and always usually ended in a shower of hellfire and bullets it was awesome all of which is to say, it's a damn shame we never got a sequel. It's even more upsetting that a follow-up was at one point in the earliest stages of development. A number of blacks of of fuck off. A number of blacks development team recently spoke to that hitbox about their work on the FPS. And you and more
0: sort your shit out.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> shed some light on a sequel that had until now remained shrouded in secrecy. One of the more interesting ideas the team were playing around with was a network gameplay system for a co-op play. Modern play was a glaring omission from the original game. I think the subtle subtitle was going to be rendition, Ben Mintos said, a technical sound designer on the original game explained. The idea centred on American troops going to overseas, kidnapping people and bringing them back across borders. I'm not sure that was a fully fledged story mapped out there. Level designer Michael Othen added, we had an amazing cover mechanic where you could position yourself against things and blind fire. So that's maybe more of along the lines of Army of, two, Army of Two. Army of Two, yeah. It felt intuitive and organic. There was some cool enemy AI behavior, which the way they move around the environment. You see them jump over car bonnets and sliding into cover. It looked amazing as a player because you had that dynamic flow of movement. These were just the very early ingredients at the R&D stage. They wanted to continue to be influenced by movies, they employed a model builder to build miniatures of lifelike locations. One of the aspects of previews that stood out was they wanted to have more realistic scenarios. Most of this assassin types gameplay where you'd go into real locations that were a bit more alive with the other people and take out a target, essentially a little bit like Hitman. Often said that the sequel eventually fell apart for two main reasons. Criterion was hard at the work of the Burnout Paradise, and there were already an overwhelming number of shooters for consumers to choose from. There were a lot of other shooters coming out, even within EA. Bad Company was experimenting with the destructible levels. It might have been difficult for them to see where a Black 2 fitted in with the other games in their publishing schedule. I was just finding that it didn't actually get to see the light of day. So, we could be getting a sequel to Black.
0: Mm, that sounds like it was, they were just saying yeah it was going to be a sequel but we never got a chance to make it
2: yeah so in, it, from, what I've, from what I've played of it you only ever had two weapons
0: so the Halo so, system
2: yeah but you could go around and pick up, up weapons off the ground kind of thing yeah but you had, you had four difficulties you had easy medium hard and then black op hmm So each difficulty had you tasked with doing certain things. So you played on really easy. All you had to do was just do the primary objectives.
0: So kind of like Goldeneye, you had to do more objectives the more you...
2: Yeah, but with with the Black Ops mode, you had to do all primary, all secondary, and Mm. scattered around the map were these destructible objects that you had to shoot to destroy that had a black dot on it on the reticle when you hovered over them. If you missed even one objective on black ops mission failed and you have to do it again fuck that yeah i sunk a lot of hours into black on the xbox on the Xbox. i sunk a lot of hours
0: um well before we wrap up for the night uh i want to talk to lala about this adult happy meal thing that they oh and... yeah oh for God's
2: what about the quality streets as well and the quality street so Ooh, yeah.
0: uh adult happy meals um Ooh, yeah. they're us only yeah, I gathered. They
3: usually
0: are. Uh, but people, we don't need
3: Happy Meal anyway, I'm not going
0: to lie. <laughs> people are getting annoyed though because it was like, oh, have a, was was it a 10-piece chicken nugget meal or a Big Mac? And you got a, a an OG four eyes version of the original McDonald's toys. So like uh, Hamburglar and Grimace, uh, yeah. Birdie and fucking Ronald.
1: Right.
0: Um... So yeah, Star was very disappointed about that because she really wanted to get them, and then nope. Then yeah. the other one, uh, Quality Street, after eighty six years, uh, they're ditching the the foil and the the wrappers on their sweets, and they're going to be wrapped in a duller form of wax paper, which is recyclable because they're going to a more uh, sustainable state. Mm. By the way, there's a head. There's ne- this is what made me chuckle. Nestle have a head of sustainability. Hey, eh? <laughs> Yeah, they have a head of sustainability. Why? Because terror uh, not terrorism. Uh eco ecologicalism ecosystem, uh, whatever fuck that thing.
2: Yeah, I um, do anyway.
0: But yeah, the the upshoot of this though, uh they're releasing uh Share bars of the orange sweets and the purple ones. So we get to review the Quality Street when they come out later on and see how wank they are. <laughs>
2: Probably won't buy it, in fair because the top's getting smaller every fucking
0: year. Mm. So we are now at the end of the episode. We so are. are we doing the... Contactors and then the riddle, or the riddle, then the contactors?
2: I don't mind either.
0: So, Lala, do you remember what the riddle was from last week, last time?
3: Mate, this is me talking to.
0: Hang on. <laughs> I remember it. Is what can you hold in your right hand but not your left? Um, I can't
3: even remember what the answer was
0: with your left hand you can't hold your left hand in your own. hand true,
3: yeah it was the left hand
0: so if you guys got that right um yay i got it right at the time because um, you did
3: right you did
0: cuz that was like a thought one it was just really easy it's like well i just looked at both my hands and I'm, well, you can't hold your left hand in your left hand but you can hold your uh right hand in your left hand so
3: um right
2: we need a new riddle. Well, I I have one, but I don't know what you think of it, though.
0: Well, I don't know because you haven't told us.
2: Well, okay. You walk into you walk into a room,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and in this room, you've got a rabbit that's eating a carrot. You've got a pig eating from a trough, eating slop. You've got a horse eating eating some hay, and you've got a cat eating from a, eating some tuna from a bowl. What is the smartest animal in that room?
0: What is the smartest animal in that room?
3: Hold oh, on, oh, hold on. I'm gonna message you. I like that riddle. You can do riddle this week.
0: Right, can say that again. You go into this. You walk into
2: a room, and you have a rabbit eating a carrot. You have a pig eating from a trough, eating slop. You have a horse eating hay. And you have a cat eating tuna from a bowl. What is the smartest animal in that room?
0: Fuck! I don't. I, don't, I haven't got a clue with that one. Uh, you will have to tell me that off podcast because fuck, I ain't got that one. I'm not going to get that one. Um.
3: Wondering if I got it right. I did. I got it right.
0: So. Um, if you if not you know, good answer... this in our
3: DALF. Yeah, I'm like a riddle master.
0: I've yes. been brilliant. So, if you know the answer like Lala does, uh, and you want to tell us what it was, how do they contact us and let us know? Well, you can reach me
2: on Twitter at dolphin rapture. I'll entertain most questions apart from religious, political, or racism questions. So, don't be a dick with those. Uh, you can reach Star, who's apparently sleeping right now, at uh, Stardust2118, again, same kind of questions, nothing religious, political or racist, don't be a dick. You can reach Lala on Twitter, at Lala90, I believe she'll take anything, really, just don't be a dick about it. And uh, Loz, the guy who presses record for the podcast, you can find him wherever the fuck you may find G 1985 even on Pornhub, yeah, if that way it takes you fancy.
1: And
2: yeah, you know I always fuck this next job, so that was you. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: So, hey, are you guys interested in starting your own podcast? Um, if you have uh, time, all you need is your phone. If you go and download the Anchor app uh, for podcasting, all you have to do is put that phone down in a room with the people you want to talk with uh, and talk. It will record everything there. You can then add titles, thumbnails, um, segments if you're recording in, in batches. Uh, put them all together, throw them online. It does all the legwork and puts them onto different platforms for you. So for the moment, we're on 10 different platforms, uh, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So um, that's that. You don't even have to have the sub we do at the moment. The setup we do at the moment is... I get the Discord call going. I have a version of OBS running uh, that records audio. And then I compress that audio down to a more manageable file size, send it to the Anchor website, add the topics and the, the episode number and what season we're in, and then they do the rest. Uh, if you If you need to get hold of people, but they can't be in the same room as you, you get them to download the Anchor app as well. You invite them to a conference call, and it records that for you. So uh, no expensive equipment required, just a phone and some time. So if you guys have an idea for a podcast and been wondering all this time how to do it, uh, try that. And with that shill, which we don't get paid for, by the way, <laughs> um, I'd like to thank you all for listening to episode 113 of the Spartans in Pyjamas podcast. We'll yep. see you all next time. Thank you very much.
3: Bye-bye. Bye.